Hey, thanks for clicking on the video and watching another episode of SNTR Gaming News. And we do use timestamps below if you're looking for my first impressions of Cana Bridge of Spirits, me talking about New World PvP scaling, or Halo Infinite, the XP system, looking kind of rough. All those timestamps will be in the description below. If you're looking for the Cana Bridge of Spirits first impressions, we do that right at the beginning. So... This is an SNTR update. I managed to play Cana Bridge of Spirits for about three hours, and I want to give you my first impressions as soon as I could. We are going to try and complete this game. We live stream those things on SNTR Gaming. If you enjoy these short update videos, be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button. That way, you don't miss all of the videos that we upload. So, Cana Bridge of Spirits finally launches. It went through a lot of delays, and I actually think there is way more good than bad. There is some bad in the game. I want to talk about it. I want to give you sort of a rundown of the good, the bad, and then the future potential of this game. But I want to say, we, we did see some reviews that were very much making, I think, bad comparisons to Horizon Zero Dawn and God of War. This is a much smaller studio. This did not boast to be a triple-A huge studio game release. So uh, comparing this game to those those video games is honestly just kind of dumb. So if you see reviewers doing that, I would take their feedback with a grain of salt given they're making a very, very unfair comparison. The game is a $40 game to begin with. So let's start with the good. Graphically, I think the game immediately pulls you in and it truly puts on a next-gen looking game. It's on par with Pixar movie quality, Ratchet and Clank style. I I think it looks excellent. We've heard that it looks very, very good on PC. can be a bit of a resource hog on PC, but PS5, I think I'll touch on that in a little while about performance, what was my experience like, but I do think the graphics are incredibly strong and the characters are very well designed and very charming. The combat is very accessible and enjoyable. I think is hugely important because it's the centerpiece of so much of the content loop. So much of what you're going to be doing in this game centers around the combat, and I think it ends up feeling very good. It expands in really fun ways, like the minute you turn the staff into a bow, I think it opens up a lot of really, really fun things. And this is all with a good backdrop, I think, of the story the voice acting, and the world. They're just so well-crafted, and they come incredibly close to feeling like a huge studio-budget AAA title. I really think that's the story people should be walking away from this game with, is it it off it comes awfully close to feeling like and being a AAA big-budget studio game. And we know that it's not. It's a shorter game, uh, and it was made by a smaller studio. So I think that's probably the best compliment we can pay the game. Now, we do need to talk about some of the bad. There are some things that maybe could be patched and things that you need to be aware of. I think the combat definitely struggles with consistency as both the parry timing and the heavy attack seem to suffer from very random input delay, which can lead to a lot of frustration and confusion, given that the combat is so accessible, it's so enjoyable, and again, it is the centerpiece of the game. It was a little disappointing to consistently have issues with Again, it seems like there's some kind of an input delay. I'm on a PS5. My controller was plugged in for Pete's sakes. Shouldn't be any input delay, but there was some odd things going on there. 
that I would like to see polished over. Some of the mechanics, like controlling a group of the little rot guys, the little, the little fl- fluffy guys, they crawl around on the ground, and you have to have them like bust the corruption. It seems a little tedious and a little overdone, and the controls were a bit wonky, so it ends up feeling a little unnecessary. Not really a criticism, there's not that much bad in the game, but if I were to say, uh, that, that doesn't seem like that enjoyable, because you'll walk all the way around this big, huge area, and then you gotta go all the way back and grab these guys. Performance of the game seems inconsistent on the PS5, which is honestly very disappointing. Given the strength of the console, I did not like seeing frame stutters and issues with my frame rate. That was pretty disappointing. Again, I don't know what they optimized this thing for, but that was my experience. Lastly, let's just talk about the future. I think this feels like a great solid first outing for a franchise to continue beyond just one title, and I definitely want to dive back in and finish the game. Hopefully sales and reception are strong because I feel the game deserves an expanded budget, team, and scope for a solid sequel. The good news is the game is certainly small, contained, and somewhat predictable, which means the sequel would have an easy time outshining the debut title. So, if you like these short gaming news updates, hit subscribe and the bell button, and I stream these live on gaming, so maybe head over to SNTR Gaming. I'll see you in the next one. And to those of you in the live audience, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. We appreciate you guys so much being here right at the start of the stream, giving you my Cana Bridge of Spirits uh, first impressions. Um, there's some stutter at 4K on PC. Oh, really? We, we were we were hearing from people that it was uh, that it actually ran really really well, um, and on on PC, and you know people were saying that it looked very impressive. Um, so I, I don't, I'm not quite sure with the, the, the stutters I were having were very, very minor. I will say that they were pretty minor. I, they didn't seem to be, um, like the constant, it was just periodically I'd go to turn and I would see like very minor, um, very sort of minor, you know, frame issues. Um, thank you, Frank. I appreciate that. So that was that, that was that was my experience with the game. Now I want to dive back into it this afternoon. We're definitely going to be continuing to to, to play it. So good morning, feed. I see you in the chat there. <clears throat> We're definitely going to continue to play it. I'd, I'd like to finish it. Um, is Discord muted? I swear I hit that. I good morning, Discord. Sorry, I hit that every morning. You just missed my first impressions of Cana Bridge of Spirit. Um, I I don't uh, Bridge of Spirits, I should say. I, I don't know what's going on with that. I hit the hotkey every morning, and you poor guys uh, can never hear me. It's so bizarre. You got to beat it. Yeah, I would like to. I would like to. It's not a super long game. Uh, we were looking at the length of... What's good, Jamer? We were looking at the length of Death Stranding, and I know that is hitting um, on Friday, the director's cut, and I know people are going to want me to play that game, and I'm going to. But as far as playing that game at length and trying to complete it, I just, I don't think that that's going to be possible. Um, I'm happy that you get to have some more playtime here. We were missing out big time because of work. Yeah, yeah, that was a change that we made. We've shortened the morning show just a little bit, not by much, but we've shortened the morning talk show enough to give us two difficult, um, two, not difficulty, sorry, I'm reading chat, to give us two, uh, gaming sessions. What difficulty were you? I just put it on normal. I didn't, I didn't want to up the difficulty. Um, I do think upping the difficulty would be enjoyable if they went through and fixed some of the issues that I talked about. The, the, the random input delay, it's, it makes it really, really hard to be confident in something that is extremely effective, Right. It's extremely effective to use the parry, you know, extremely effective to use the parry. 
and to to be questioning whether or not you should parry because it's not working consistently really throws off the flow like I in the play session that I had I, I had just I had literally just unlocked an ability that like after a successful parry I do like a really big damage hit on the enemy you know what I mean morning Lono is this how I joined membership I heard you like double dipping uh, but how does one triple dri- triple dip thank you so much East Coast Overlord I appreciate that I think all of our channels have memberships, like the SNTR Updates channel and the SNTR Shorts channel. Um, I don't, I don't. If if you want to triple dip, we don't expect that. The parry window is definitely super tricky. Well, sometimes it feels tricky, and other times I feel like, oh yeah, no, that happened exactly how it was supposed to. Like you definitely have to wait, right? You definitely have to wait. There's a window. You can't do it too early. The big guys, especially, they have like a really slow swing sometimes. Yo, it's good hit, man. Um, and the, you know, it's like, oh, I'm supposed to wait. I'm supposed to wait. And then I go to wait. And then I'm like, wait, I hit the button. What happened? Like, I know I'm hitting the button before the swing comes. Do you know what I mean? I've been having issues with the PS5 controller input delays. I'm wondering if they're having issues. Um, I don't think so. I've not had any issues with, uh, with input delay on my PS5 controller. I mean, I just recently, I've been playing Deathloop, I've been playing Returnal, I've not had any issues, I've not. Um, Now, it could be the bumpers, maybe I'm not using the bumpers that much in those games, but I don't think, I mean, because I'm using the bumper, maybe the bumper's going bad, I mean, I could always switch controllers today, I have the black one. Um, Yours had an update? Yeah, mine keeps telling me to update. Maybe I should download the update. I don't know. I mean, maybe that's part of the problem. Um, no input delay here. That's crazy. Have you been playing Cana Bridge of Spirits, or you're just saying no input delay on your PS5? Because the Cana Bridge of Spirits input delay is not consistent. That's why I was getting so frustrated. I was like, it's not like there's this extra breath of window that you have to compensate for. It's just randomly it, she doesn't bring the shield out. You know what I mean? Barrier says I felt it too on the PS4. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. If 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 you felt it too on the on the PS4, then you know I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sweat it. I'm 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 just gonna say okay. There must be some kind of a weird thing going on. Um, there was a small death loop update yesterday. No, there was a controller update that got pushed out. There was a controller update that got pushed out. And it kept trying to get me to do it, and I was like, I would just ignore it. I'm like, nah, I'm trying to play video games, not download an update. And I would like just click remind me in 24 hours or whatever. Um, I don't know if I can. I, I don't think that's what it is, to be quite honest, right? Um, I, because if it's not, if it's going to remind me in 24 hours, then I might have to go in and like manually say, hey, uh, check, you know, check for an update or whatever. Um, hmm. I don't know if you can do that. I don't know if there's a place to do that. I'm looking in the menu at my controller, and I don't see a wireless controller device software. Oh, update available. Here we go. I click on that. Update. There we go. Updating the wireless controller device. I highly doubt that's what it is. It takes no time. Oh, I know. I know. I it, it's, it's, it's literally already at 70%. It's just... I don't know if you're like me, but like whenever whenever something like that pops up, I'm like, leave me alone. Like I'll do that later. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. That's just me. I'm I'm a little I'm a little stubborn. I'm a little stubborn. So there, I've updated my controller. We'll see if that makes any bit of a difference today. Um, I have my doubts. 
I really have I have my doubts. <laughs> um I'm ahead of the power creep now, says Overlord with a five dollar tip. Let me know when there's a fifth and sixth channel so I can collect all the infinity stones with these memberships. Thank you, I appreciate that very much, East Coast. There was an update for the game on Steam to help with the stuttering. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. They've not pushed out an update on the PS5, and the stuttering on Cana Bridge of Spirits on the PS5 was pretty minimal. It did not have. It did not happen all that often. So if you guys are just tuning in, the 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 rundown for the day is I've given my Cana Bridge of Spirits first impressions. If you want to ask me questions or pick my brain about that, you can. We've got information about the Halo Infinite Daily Challenges, how long they're going to take. I find it a little bit concerning. I also find it concerning that they've moved away from traditional XP earn rates. um, And it's more about uh, doing challenges. Uh, Titanfall already did that, and it was freaking terrible. Uh, When you move away from just like traditional, you know, play the game and get XP. Uh, I'm never a fan of that because it ends up, I think, kind of breaking down, you know, gameplay and combat. And nobody's going for the OBJ because... Everybody's going for specific types of kills or, you know, specific types of weapons. So, you know, gameplay, uh, you know, tends to break down. Yo, good morning, MJ Talks. How are you? You'll have better battery life? Okay, okay. Gotta have the latest updates. Yeah, usually I do it. It's just like, you know, usually I'm sitting here getting getting ready to stream for you guys. Like, I'm in between the morning stream and the afternoon stream. And even the slightest thing, I'm like, no, I'll do that later. Like, you know what I mean? Leave me alone. Um, oh, you were talking about Deathloop. Sorry for the confusion. Um, oh, there was an update for Deathloop for the stuttering. Okay, okay. Is the new way you do thumbnails doing well? I really think the old one was better. The current thumbnail is filled with too much. Um, we're getting good conversion on these thumbnails, uh, and then we switch them to single topic once we're no longer streaming. Um, so... We, uh, we're, we're, we're obviously always open to feedback, but the current thumbnails are converting well. We just don't have reach because we're a smaller channel, so. Uh, East Coast Overlord's asking a question about, uh, the PvP scaling in New World. That is another topic today. Man, I, I don't know how I woke up with heartburn. How do you wake up with heartburn? I've been walking around, I filmed some footage, I rode my bike, and now I have, like, incredibly painful heartburn. I'm like, what is going on? I got worried for a second when I first glanced and thought you had a Twilight shirt on. Oh, no, no. Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. Be sure to use the shirt command. Yes, yes, yes. If you uh, like uh, old school TV show uh, shirts, they've got a whole collection over there at 80s Tees. Alcohol? No. I didn't even have any last night. I was on a call with my buddies till late, some friends from college, and we were on a call till late. I probably ate way too much at dinner, like a lot of onions, a lot of peppers, but like, it's, it's the next day, man. What's going on? Like, Jeepers creepers. Uh, it's bad. It's hurting me. I'm going to have to go grab something. I always get heartburn in the morning if I have one. Oh, if you just have one. Really? I don't think I've ever had heartburn in the morning. You know what I mean? I had a little bit of it last night while I was on the call with those guys. And it was really annoying. You know? I was like, man, what am I? what's going on here? But I assumed it was just dinner. Um, I think about food and I get heartburn. Yeah. It's called getting older. I had the same issue this weekend. Ate too much also. Yeah. I've been getting extremely bad heartburn randomly when I wake up or a few hours after I eat before bed. Oh, man, that's a freaking bummer. If you eat too late at night, it'll affect you next morning. Yeah, funny enough, I didn't eat last night. Usually I'm having, like, you know, some snacks and drinks too late in the evening, and that wasn't happening to, uh, last night, so. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do I have a drinking problem? How can you just drink a beer? <laughs> if I'm having, I don't drink with dinner anymore for that reason. I just get too tired. I have to have my drinks late in the evening because I like two hours later I'm sleepy. Like if I have din- if I have one beer with dinner, like seven o'clock hits and I'm supposed to be like reading to the kids and winding down, and I'm like my head's like falling down. So what's good, Reaper? Here doing my nuclear stress test, waiting right now, watching you. Thanks for the stream. Oh well, good luck with that. I take this stuff every morning. Otherwise, I have heartburn all day. Really? Huh. Did my question hit the form? No. I don't know why it's... I have no idea why Nightbot is not consistently working in Discord. He seems to work consistent uh, cardiac stress tests. There you go. Yeah, stress tests are weird. I had a stress test where they used, like, the medicine and instead of the treadmill. Heartburn's my normal. If I don't take my pills, it sucks. Yeah, I haven't had any in a long time. I used to get it pretty regularly, and then we changed some of my diet, and it got better. So, yo, what's good, Zubair? How are you? Um, so yeah, uh, it, 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 East Coast Overlords wanting to, wanting to jump to one of the other subjects, and that's totally fine. You guys can do that. Uh, what is your opinion on the PvP scaling in New World? I'm super hyped for the game. Do you think that the Steam Deck will be able to run it? I don't think the Steam Deck will be able to run it, no. But what do I think about the PvP scaling? For the most part, I think PvP scaling that they have described, I don't think they're going to be able to maintain it. Right? I don't think they're going to be able to maintain it. It it doesn't seem like a good long-term strategy. It seems like people are almost immediately going to complain, and it's going to be rife with problems. So let me explain to you what exactly that uh, what exactly that they're doing. So during the open beta, they after the open beta they patched it and they said that, that XP I'm sorry that PvP scaling would be something that they would be using going forward. And they said that the way that it would work is if you're higher level than somebody, you don't have to hit them as many times to kill them and they have to hit you more times to kill you, okay? Now, they're giving us assurances that that is that skill still plays a factor. They're giving us those assurances. And I don't know how that could be possible, right? I don't know how that could be possible because the simple math here states that skill won't be much of a factor if my entire rhythm is thrown off because this guy's doing more damage and I'm doing less damage. I was like, have you ever played a video game ever before in the history of video games? Have you ever played one? Because it doesn't sound like you have. It sounds like you have this like doe-eyed version of PvP like, well, skill, skill will still be a factor and you'll be able to overcome a player that you're better than. Really? You think? Do you think so? Do you, do you, do you think that uh, do, do you think that that's that's all that's gonna matter? You know what I mean? You you just you just gonna outskill somebody who has to hit you four times, and you have to hit them five times. Depends on the scaling. The exact phrasing was: they will have to hit you less times, and you will have to hit them more times. It's an MMO, not an arena shooter. What does that have to do with the conversation? If I have to swing my axe less times than you to kill you, that advantage is enormous. That means you have to more quickly disengage. You have to more quickly go into a healing pattern. You have to more quickly do not the not a da- you can't do damage. 
you got to back off. And guess what? If you're swinging and you need to hit me six times and I only need to hit you five and you get to four, you're like, oh, yay, two more hits and I got this guy. I only need to hit you once. So in the damage race, in the damage race, you're ahead as soon as the fight starts. You're already ahead. You're underestimating how much you can kite in New World. Yes, it did play a factor, but movement is so big in New World. There are also uh, content creators. CC, oh, I don't know what CCs are. CCs to play a part. But you have teammates that can heal you. So do they. You're, you're, you're not. I don't think you're. Un, I don't think you're understanding. Don't tell me I don't understand or I'm underestimating. I don't think you understand. <laughs> They have people that can heal too. They can kite too. What do you think? They're just going to fall for all your tricks and all your wiles? Like, like you're like Wily Coyote? Crowd control like stuns? Oh, CC is crowd control. Yeah, they're going to have crowd control. They're going to have stuns. They're going to have area of effect damage. They're going to have all the same things that you have. But they do more damage because they played more. This is something that people always forget. They, they have everything you have to a certain extent. Oh, I have teammates that can heal me. So do they. Oh, I can kite them over here and my teammates can help me. So they can do the same thing. They, you see what I'm saying? Like, at a ground level, if you're going up against people that are higher level than you, and they do more damage. They they don't have it literally in in the most literal read of it. It says they have to hit you less to kill you, and you have to hit them more. How are you gonna overcome that with skill? I'm not saying it's impossible, but I saw level thirty kill two level fifty. Skill does play a factor. Well, of oh, East Coast Overlord, I am not saying. <laughs> I am not saying that skill won't play a factor I'm saying when it's a close race skill ain't gonna matter do you understand like if you're going up against somebody who's like right around your your level of expertise it ain't gonna matter he, he's gotta hit you less right the lower level should do more damage to scale to the higher level no that's not how pvp scaling in new world is going to work pvp scaling in new world is literally going to be if I'm higher level than you, I don't have to hit you as much. Now, sure, somebody at East Coast Overlord is like, oh, I saw level 30 kill 250s. A potato is a potato no matter what you do. You know what I mean? A potato is a potato. They could be a level 10. They could be a level 100. It doesn't matter. They're a potato. Unless the differential in level is so great that you can't damage them and they're immune. If they're a potato, Sure. So when skill plays a factor, right, I get it. I get it. Skill plays a factor. They're they're a potato, and you're better than them, and then you get to walk away even though they're higher level than you. They actually change it from the low level doing more. Yeah, yeah, that they, they changed it after the beta, right? They changed it after the beta. They said, Alright, alright, we're changing it. We're we're gonna we're gonna adjust this. This isn't working, right? said the same thing well the same thing the higher level should be scaled down to the lower level they need to hit you more wait you're saying the exact opposite and it just sounds just as bad mike 
So why, if I'm overleveled, I have to hit you more than you have to hit me? That doesn't make any sense. Why would you give the guy that's a lower level an advantage? Why would you give anybody then an advantage? Apparently, the beta moved the scaling during the test. At one stage, level only made a negligible difference. Right. That sounds way worse. Yeah, that sounds way worse. Even good players were complaining about how much you can kite. I really think a sm- in the small group scenario, skill matters more. Granted, in army, uh, army level matters more. I don't know army army BA. I'm not play that. <clears throat> so uh, to me, to me, I think at a ground level they're creating a problem. Right? I think they're creating a problem. Largely depends on scaling. I know, but their summary statement is that they don't have to hit you as much, right? You, you, they don't have to hit you as much. Like that, that at a ground level creates a problem. Do you want to know what else? Oh, armor versus army versus army. Oh, I thought you were talking about like another game, like army BA. I was like, what? You should try to avoid higher levels from stomping. I prefer no scaling. Just saying that making the higher levels stronger sounds dumb. I think I think making anybody stronger than somebody else dependent upon playtime is dumb. I, I think it's stupid. Here's the here's the real issue that we haven't even talked about yet in this equation. Do you want to know what it is? You can buy XP boosts. And that is a problem. Because if I know that there's a big battle coming up or, you know, we've got one of these things scheduled or I know that I want to grind PvP and I whip out that credit card week one. Had to start off the day with Rageous Roast. Nice. Thank you for all the support, Rissick. If you guys haven't ordered any Rageous Roast this week, we didn't have any we didn't have any coffee sales yesterday. We're trying to get those numbers up. So think about it. If I know that I'm going to grind PvP, if I know that we have a big battle coming up, I whip out that credit card, then I get to grinding. That's going to give me an advantage in the fight. Don't sit here and tell me it's not an advantage. You can argue, well, if you're really good and you're really organized, you should be able to overcome it. Okay, let me stop you right there. Why do I have to overcome it at all? That sh- wh- wh- Why? Why should I have to overcome it? Because Johnny Credit Card wanted to spend money. He wanted to spend money. He wanted to grind the game like an insane person. And I can't play as often. Or I'm, I'm refusing to buy XP boosts. And now I... Now there's this impetus on me to overcome a power differential? What? Why? Why do I have to do that? I don't understand. Well, skill can overcome it. If you, what do you... I, I shouldn't have to overcome a power differential. That's, that's problematic from moment one. Especially when you're selling XP boosts. That's power in this game. They just established... I don't like throwing this word around. I don't like throwing this term around. This is low-level pay-to-win, if you're not careful. It's low-level pay-to-win. Hey, guys. We, we got a big battle coming up. Everybody needs to level up. If you need to, buy those XP boosts. We're going to need every edge that we can. We're gonna, we, we, want the, we want that differential advantage. And guess what happens? Other people do it. And then and then now you have to do it. You haven't played many MMOs in the past, have you? If you're attempting to be dismissive of what I'm saying because I haven't played other MMOs, you're barking up a tree that's going to break your neck. That's not going to go well for you, okay? That doesn't that doesn't play well on this field. You understand? That's a cheap shot and it doesn't work. 
what I'm saying is factual. I don't need to play other MMOs to know what the psychology of players will do when they're exposed to potential advantages that they can pay for. It's the truth, though? No, it's not. You don't know what the truth is. You think you can gatekeep somebody's opinion because you don't like it because they've not played other MMOs. It's weak. Your throwing arm is weak. This will create that environment in the game. It will create this idea that you gotta pay. You gotta put in the work because if not, you're gonna be, you're gonna have to overcome, as they've said, skill can overcome it, right? If your skill can overcome it, then why do you want to have to overcome it? I'll tell you what the psychology of players will do. They will say the PvP game starts at max level like every other MMO. But that's not true of New World. Now, now you're talking as if New World is another MMO. And it's not. That's 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 not. You are correct to a certain degree. That eventually people will all be be max level, but you're forgetting that you can flag for PvP right away. One of the part and parcels meat and potatoes of this game is that you can do battles. You can do the big team like big team battle thing. Not to be confused with Halo's big team battle. You won't be able to purchase XP on launch. Okay. Then let's talk about long-term access, long-term accessibility, right? Long-term accessibility. You jump into the game a month later, and you've been leveling and you've been playing, and guess what? This standard institutes the the experienced players, by the way, already have experience. They have prowess. They have they probably have really good builds. And an understanding of combat flow, and as a newer player, you don't have any of that. But you've been grinding, you've been playing, and you you want to jump in. Well, not only do they have all of that, but they also have a power differential. They're stronger than you. They're going to do more damage to you. It's not the truth at all. I share the same sentiment as Lono, and I've played these four MMOs. <coughs> Excuse me. I play the entire genre almost. I don't think the EXP boost is a huge issue, but it is somewhat pay to win. I think it's dangerous. <clears throat> I got a tickle from my, my milkshake. How'd that happen? <clears throat> You'll agree with me, it's inevitable. You remind me of myself when I first started PvPing in WoW back in 2007. Your confidence is, is, is charming, but I'm telling you, if you want long-term accessibility... Do you want to know what happens when you create this standard? Do you want to know what happens in six months? You're either going to monetize shortcuts, which is its own problem, right? That's its own problem. Or you're going to make it a super unwelcoming game to anybody that comes in and wants to experience it. Because if you're going to tell people, oh no the end game begins like pvp is the end game like you want to be max level anyway like once you're max level then jump into pvp okay that's fine that's fine but you're gonna make it really really hard to keep the funnel full because all it takes is somebody to fall behind take a break you know whatever the case may be and now they feel like well i don't want to deal with this this it and here's the thing it might not even be that extreme, but the psychology of the player is, I'm behind. 
I either pay money to boost up or I grind my face off for a month to catch up with everybody. Here's another question. In six months, are they going to be raising power cap? Are they going to be raising level cap? What's the ongoing elasticity of this game? Do you know? What's the scalability of it? What's their plan? I don't know. Do you know? So in six months, if you have a bunch of new people trying to come back in because there's some big new event or there's some big new thing going on and they raise the level cap, this is an ongoing problem. You're always chasing this idea that like, well, I have to be max level or I'm going to do less damage. If I'm not max level, then... I'm, I'm going to have to overcome a power differential. New World has one-time purchase cost, correct? Not subscription. Yeah, no subscription. No subscription. These are all the standard tropes for MMOs, though. Does that mean it's the right path? Does that mean it's the right path? It really depends on how substantial the EXP boosts leveling compared to the average grind, to be honest. It can be a very dangerous implementation if done incorrectly. Well, and when... You know what's funny? This is exactly why everybody's hackles should be a little bit raised. I'm not sounding the alarm here, right? I'm not sounding the alarm. But your hackles should be a little bit raised. Are you forgetting that when the XP boosts were announced, you know what everybody said? I can tell you what they said, because a lot of you said it. That goes against the spirit of an MMO. How can you launch an MMORPG and sell XP boosts? So don't come at me with this, oh, it's in the, it, that's normal and in the spirit of MMOs. That's how MMOs, oh, do, do MMOs usually sell XP boosts so that casual players, they talk about that in their announcement, in their response to the selling of XP boosts. They talk about people who can't play as much. Is, is, that, is that a traditional MMO thing? Because I don't think it is. I remember EverQuest and World of Warcraft. People were like, you got to play or nothing's happening. You're not going anywhere. You got to grind or you're going to get left behind. That was it. That was the standard. There was nothing. There wasn't something I could go buy to catch up with my friends, right? Have you checked out the game Sable? Yes, I think we'll be playing that one, JSTOCK. I was going to skip it, but then they're pu- they pushed out an update to do uh, 60 FPS, which is insane to me why it wasn't like that to begin with, but yeah. MMOs typically sell XP boost once the game has some age to it. Now, now I understand that. Like a year later, if you're like, hey, if you want to come in, buy this bundle and skip over all this stuff over here. If you want to jump in to this stuff with your buddies, you can buy this bundle shortcut pack or whatever. And I mean, I, I don't necessarily know if there's another way to handle that. Like that's called accessibility scalability. That sounds really good, doesn't it? Like as the game has its scalability, it's scaling up. Can it continue to scale up and expand? How do you have accessibility when that's happening? Right? Yeah. Come and play with us. Ooh, I'm a level 208. And you're like, what? I just got the game. Like, you got to give people an inroad to, like, join people in the sun, you know? I'm 33 years old with a full-time job. I need those XP bo- bo- boosts. Bruh, I just don't have time. Oh, I know. I know. XP boosts for people who don't play as much used to be incorporated into the game. Resting boosts, but now they're being monetized. 
Hasn't WoW offered character boosts for like ever? I think there's a giant difference between offering something a year later because you have DLC coming out. I think that's completely and utterly different than being like, this is a standard purchase in our store for the people that can't play as much. Right? Might want to play Sable on PC. I'm not sure the 60 FPS will be supported on the Xbox. Okay, well, I'll play it on PC because, you know, usually if I don't like something, I just get a refund on it. I probably like it. Even if I don't go back to a game, if I like it, I let them keep my money. I'm like, all right, it was good. I'm never going to come back here and beat this. <laughs> They're not offering them at launch. They've already said that. When are they offering them? Well, you. They're not offering them at launch. That's great. When are they offering them? Two weeks later? A month later? They didn't say that it was designed for new content delivery so people could boomerang and catch back up. That's not what they said. They said, yeah, we're not selling them right at launch. Okay. When? Because if it's two weeks later, people are going to be buying them like crazy because they're going to be like, oh man... I can't keep up with all these hardcore people in my server, and PvP is really unenjoyable. You think people are going to flag for PvP and go out and lose a fight to a guy that's higher level than you, and you think people are going to say, that's okay? You think people are going to be okay with that? I don't think so. As long as it's like six months to a year, I don't mind. Oh, I agree with that. If you wait for like six months to a year, I'm like, well, that's fine. You're <coughs> that's designed for people. That's designed for super late adopters, not somebody who's like, yeah, I, I fell behind for a couple of weeks. You know what I mean? It's not fair to criticize them until it happens. Where have I criticized them? I have said that this is super close to being low level pay to win. That's all I've said. Forget the XP boosts. Think about what I just said. Think about what I just said. This game is not a typical MMO. We've been talking about this for weeks, and a lot of people are missing, I think, the point that I'm making. Traditional MMO fans aren't going to blink twice at any of this crap. Most of them campaign for this. Why? Because they know they're going to put in the work. Right? They know. There's not a doubt in their mind. They're like, I'm going to no life this game. I'm going to have a max level character by the weekend. Yeah. All day in the street by myself. Like they're going to put in the work. So of course the traditional MMO fans, they don't give a crap. They're going to do exactly what uh, the other guy this morning was saying. They're going to be like, well, I'm not going to mess with PVP until I max level. Mission one, put in 40 hours or however many hours and and hit max level. That's all that's going to matter to them. They're going to look for videos, guides, shortcuts, anything they can do to speed up the process. Oh, if you farm this wolf over here, he's legendary named wolf or whatever, and he gets stuck in a tree, and you can kill him over and over and over again. Like, that's going to be a thing. That's going to happen. People are going to find ways to level as fast as they can. And so they don't care. The problem, and this is something, this is something that new world is going to have to think about they're marketing the game to more than just traditional mmo fans they're marketing to sort of the everyday player and you know they're marketing to the everyday player when they have xp boosts and they're designed for them they literally say these are designed for people who can't play as often 
you know, and they don't want to fall behind. I wasn't saying you were criticizing them. <clears throat> I was speaking in general, basically saying, as a community, let's wait to get out of the pitchforks. Oh, I mean, yeah, we, we, we don't really do that here. We don't really do that here. If there's one thing we're good at is, is like keeping, keep, we, we start to get riled up, but then we calm it all down. We're like, hey, calm down, everybody. We don't do the whole mob mentality thing here. We're not insects. We're not birds flocking with zero reason, right? We we have to we need to think through what we're doing and why we're doing it. Final Fantasy XIV has a pre-order bonus for their next expansion, with earrings that offer a 30 XP bonus until you get to level 80. Okay, but that's an expansion, right? Nice Kevin Hart reference. Yes, that's an expansion. So thank you for the five dollar tip, ADJC. I'm totally fine with that. If you say Welcome to New World. The game's been out for 10 months. Our brand new Dragon Slayers DLC is coming out, and the whole map's going to get a rework. There's going to be a new area with dragons you can hunt, and blah, 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 blah. If you're new to the game, you can buy the late adopter pack, and it comes with all these boosts and, and some maybe some default gear to get you started. That's totally fine. That's totally fine. That's stooping down and saying, hey, you've not played this game for a few months you took a break, or hey you're thinking of jumping in as a brand new player, we're gonna create some inroads for you, that's totally fine, that's totally fine the concern I have this is very similar to concerns I had about another game I used to cover is is if you forget about the mid lanes and the casual players you're gonna end up with a pretty narrow game pool Right, you're gonna end up with a with a pretty narrow community of people that are like, "This is great. We grind like crazy. Some of us spend money to get here faster, and we're max level. And man, we flag for PvP, and we just beat the snot out of anybody on the server who's not max level." There's a difference between a catch-up mechanic and a race-ahead mechanic. Yes, yes, that's that's a decent way of putting it. It's a decent way of putting it. Again, all of the non-traditional MMO fans, so I want you to consider something with me. Let's say in a given day, there's a million people that boot up and play New World. There's a million people. Let's just say 250,000, a quarter of those people, are more casual. And they like PvP. They think it's fun. They think flagging for PvP is fun. Uh, oh, oh, and don't forget, don't forget, Maybe they don't even like PvP. The game drives you to PvP. Where's that guy that said PvP is only meant for when you're max level? There is proof that you're wrong because as soon as you claim allegiance to a company, you see you're going to get way more currency and way more XP if you do these quests down here and flag for PvP. It doesn't tell you that you should be max level. It doesn't even tell you that the recommended level is max level. It's just like, if I flag for PvP and go deliver these meals, I'm going to get way more currency and way more XP. So don't sit here and tell me that in New World, PvP is for the end game and when you're max level. No, it's not. That's not even how the game is built. See, you have not played WoW. I don't need to play WoW. I've played New World, and I'm here to tell you, 35 minutes into the game... They're, they're, they're motivating you to go play PvP. They're mo- the, from moment one, from moment one, they're like, 
It's a little sweeter over here, isn't it? I mean, the difference is super noticeable. It's super noticeable. They have three quests at the top, and you get like 50 of the currency, you know. And then down on the bottom, it's like 500. You're like, what? I tried those PvP quests, and the griefing was real. People camping the quest areas. Do you see? Do you see the problem? Everybody always thinks I jumped the gun. Everybody always thinks I overstate my case. But I'm like, no! Think about what players are going to do. They're going to grind their faces off. They're going to get to higher levels. And they're going to grief the ever-loving snot out of other people flagging for PvP that are underleveled. And how long do you think that's going to last? Well, that was fun. Went to deliver some meals or go kill some wolves. I was flagged for PvP because I wanted more currency. And uh, I got griefed. Yeah, they're just hanging out by the mission. And they're way higher level than me. And think about the the intrinsic irony there. And maybe even it's, it's an ironic insult. It's like, hey, you want to play catch-up? You want to you advance your character faster? Just do these quests and flag for PvP. Oh, awesome. And then you get griefed by people higher level than you. What? I'm, I'm only doing this because I want to catch up with the people that are out there doing that. And they're out there doing that because they know I'm stuck in this cycle. You see the problem that's going to emerge? Players will naturally do this sort of thing. They don't even need to be told to. Nobody told those guys to go grief that spot. They just knew. They're like, get a load of this. <laughs> it's, there's a PvP quest that sends people over to this cave to kill these wolves. Let's just wait here all day. That's how those quests are meant to be. PvP quests are how you put an area into conflict and set up in a way for people to fight. Okay. you. I think you're missing the point that I was making, Bada. There was a guy here earlier, and he said, PvP is not something you're supposed to be doing until you're max level. And the game is designed in a way where that is simply untrue. You're 30 minutes into the game. You're not even an hour into the game, and it's like, hey, you're going to get way more currency and way more stuff if you flag for PvP and do these quests. They're motivating you from a very early time in the game to do PvP. Yeah, I've seen the video, Frito. I've seen the video. It's funny how when the snake starts to eat its tail, I like to laugh at it, choking on it. How had opposing factions of 10 plus level 25 people camping outside the city in New World flag for PvP. Right. And you there's like a time there's like a time where you're not flagged for PvP, right? I want to apologize if I sounded too presumptuous earlier. It just sounds how it usually works in most games. Maybe it's different in New World. Homie, I'm accustomed to people claiming that my lack of experience means I can't comment on something. And if my experience has told me anything, I don't need to play a game to formulate formulate well-rounded opinions on stuff. I, I, I've dealt with this for a really long time. You don't even play that content. Okay. Like, as you can clearly see what I'm outlining here, Kareem, and I'm glad you're still here because I like disagreement, but as you can see what I'm outlining, you're, you're in the game for 30 or 40 minutes and they're like, hey, flag for PvP, you're going to get more stuff. Right? I'm commenting on the people camping it. That's absolutely going to happen, so I think it actually sides with your point. That's that's see, see what I'm saying? From moment one, you're going to establish this idea that if you level up really, really fast, 
and who knows when they start selling the boost but let's say they start selling the boosts a month in you level up fast use those boosts to get to the top and then just absolutely ruin it for any lower level player who's trying to make their way in the world you have to turn the flag for pvp on while you're in the city that's why they wait outside yeah but distorted i thought i read when you leave the city you are not immediately flagged for pvp to minimize griefing so if you leave the city and you just beeline as fast as you can to get past everybody they shouldn't know that you're flagged yet don't you have like a certain amount of time i mean maybe they're smart enough to know to just follow anybody that comes out of the city and they're like no yeah it's been 30 seconds he's not flagged or oh he's it's 30 seconds get him and then like 80 people descend on your body you get 30 seconds yeah they probably just follow you and set a timer then yeah that's not gonna that's not gonna work that's not gonna work it's the dark zone all over again it's the dark zone all over again as Ian Malcolm says in Jurassic Park life will find a way griefers will always find a way to ruin a game they they don't care they don't like the game they like griefing do you understand these are the type of people that pick up a game they don't have any love for the game whatsoever they love griefing they take joy from that and they're poison on a game because no one's gonna put up with that for very long no one's gonna put up with that they're like what so so this entire portion of the game is closed off to me i gotta slowly grind pve or wait for them to sell xp boost i'm one of the fastest people on the game thanks to animation cancels i can absolutely outrun a group outside a city well i mean animation cancels aren't even supposed to work that well I just won't flag for PvP if I start getting griefed on my server. What do you lose when dying to another player? Can they loot you in your gear? Um, I actually don't know. Griefing is part of gaming. Sometimes a guilty pleasure, gotta admit. I don't think it's part of gaming. No, I think it's a degenerate way to play a video game. I don't think it's part of gaming. I think it's a degenerate way and a damaging way to play a video game. It's not how the game was designed. I think doing exploits to level up fast is a degenerate way to play a game. Oh, your gear takes less damage? You lose all progress on the PvP quest and have to start over. Right. I don't think playing games against their grain of design is just, oh, it's just the way that it is. No. They should do everything they can to, to not to, to stop that. To keep that from happening. Just like they would do that if everybody realized you could kill some toad that spawned on the east side of a village and get and get unbelievable amounts of XP and then everybody starts farming the toad. Well, that's a degenerate way of playing. You shouldn't that's not good for you, your experience or the game. That's terrible. Do you see like it's the digital equivalent of bullying? Well, yeah, you're 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 basically taking the game and being like I know that this is how this is supposed to go, right? But we're, we're, we're going to do this instead. What topic is this at the moment? PvP scaling in New World. I already did my Cana Bridge of Spirits um, first impressions. If you want to see them, they're at the very beginning of this stream. We will also be talking about Halo Infinite XP system and how it's going to work. So Cana Bridge of Spirits review... Well, it's first impressions. That's at the beginning of the video. Right now, we're talking about New World X, uh, New World PvP scaling. 
and why I think it's going to be insanely problematic for for anybody who's not like a hardcore traditional play all day MMO player. I've seen that fight from Frog Souls. You still a little bit? Oh yeah, I'm still bitter about that frog. That's right. Just like the Diablo guy said, you have to protect players against themselves sometimes. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Wait, I can farm a toad on the east side of the city and get huge XP? That's right. That's right. I wasn't that impressed with Kanye yesterday. It's a solid, very solid, very charming little $40 small studio action adventure game with next-gen graphics. Like, it is not meant to be, you know, like God of War Light or Horizon Zero Dawn Light. I think it delivers what it promises. I think it's good. I think it's good. If you go into it with that expectation, I think people will enjoy it. With spawn exploits like that, MMOs dampen the problem when many players try to kill the same thing and no one profits from it. Right. Am I playing Diablo? Am I a red badge on presents? No, we just can only use one badge type in the Discord, Hilly. Death Stranding on Friday? Yes, we will be playing Death Stranding on Friday. I don't know about Diablo tomorrow. We may play it just because I know it's like hot and I pre-ordered it so that I could play the beta, but I can't see myself playing Diablo 2 for very long because they didn't do anything to update the internal inventory systems and the logistics of the game, and it's incredibly unenjoyable to play it. Um, It's really, really like fun because it's Diablo 2, and it's great and super nostalgic to hear the music and put on a wolf helmet as a druid, but my gosh... It's just nothing but boomeranging back to town so that you can empty your incredibly measly inventory. I, I just, I don't know. I don't know. Seems odd that they did nothing. They did nothing to contextualize the game into 2021. They were just like, we made it prettier. Like, okay, like, <laughs> that's not enough. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That'd be like taking a Ford Model T and be like, we made it prettier. And I'm like, that's great. The engine and the way that it runs is still awful. It's a super old car. You know what I mean? This is how we get normalized dark zones that require flagging. I don't know what you mean by that. To me, there's an underlying issue when someone wants to grief people. It's the same mentality as those who for no reason want a teabag. It's a very avoidable behavior for most. I don't put griefing and teabagging on the same on the same level. I don't. Because teabagging you're messing with the other team and it can be playful even if it's mean-spirited. You're just trying to mess with the other team. You successfully killed them and you're trying to get in their head and throw them off, right? It's like guys talking trash in, in, in on the field or on the court, you know? You're trying to throw off the other guy. You're trying to throw him off. You're trying to get in his head so he loses his focus. Because we all know in sports and in PvP games, if you lose your focus, you lose. Like that, you know, you lose your edge. And that that plays a role. Like, but griefing, the problem with griefing is, what griefing does is it stands in the way of normal gameplay and says, we're not going to allow you to do this. Right? It's basically like when your game... What, imagine a quest that keeps crashing, Okay. And you get to a certain point in the quest and it crashes. And then you have to start all over again. We would look at that and we would say, that is incredibly frustrating. There is something standing in the way of me completing this quest and it's not normal or natural. It's not me failing. It's not an enemy killing me. 
It's just some kind of a glitch or a bug. People that grief are manufacturing that. They're like, oh, well, we can make it to where people can't even do this, right? They can't even do this. They, they can't even get the quest completed. So it's not like getting killed in a game and getting teabagged and being like, well, that's part and parcel to the experience, right? Games let you literally emote on the body. This is why people getting upset about teabagging in the name that won't be named and CMs getting all soft about it. You, you have emotes in the game. What, what, what's the difference? What's the difference? What emote I choose? Whether I sprinkle salt on your body or dance on your body or teabag. What's the difference? It's the same idea. It's a level of disrespect and gloating. That's the whole point of it. Like, if you have emotes in your game and you let and, and it's it's designed and some of them are clearly designed to be used when you kill another player, then teabagging is fair game. It's fair game. It's just another form of gloating to try to irritate the other person right or just shooting your body you've never done that you've never gotten a kill in a game and emoted on the body because you want to mess with the other team you know you're like doing the l dance in fortnite you're like sprinkling salt on them you're not doing that because you like them and you're being like a good sport you're messing with them you're messing with them that's the whole point of it you know yo it's good brody finally got a day off and can actually watch but i have but I have a sick game you have a sick game what I find it more like how the NFL for instance it doesn't allow taunting yeah but there's a big it's not that it's so hard to create equivalencies here hitman because taunting in the NFL is considered poor sportsmanship because instead of just getting the win and celebrating and then you want to walk past the guy and give him some jaw you want to like dangle the football in front of him before you get into the oh sick kid you know what I mean there's a difference the spirit of it's different they let people dance they let people jaw but they don't let them they don't let them taunt they don't want that as part of the game that's come on you know they don't want that and again it's different I could taunt you in a video game Right? I could put up a barrier so you can't shoot me and I could wave at you, sit down, sip some coffee, do some emotes. I can taunt you. I can mess with you. I can make you think, oh man, he's just over there messing with me. Oh, I'm going to go and try and get him. And then you make a mistake, right? And then you make a mistake. Yeah, and the NFL overstepped in my opinion. It's, it's one thing to be like, look... We don't need like 18 people in the end zone doing, you know, West Side Story every time you get a touchdown. But they overcorrected so much on what people were doing. When these homies were grabbing cell phones out of the out of the out of, out of the uprights, what are you doing? People watched for that. You you don't understand the business that you're in. Football's an entertainment. It's entertainment. That's why it's for. And that's entertaining. Let them go. Let them do. Let them be silly. Let them do funny stuff. Who cares? You know. I get you. I was just saying, griefing and bagging are just childish behavior. But I agree, griefing is much worse. So the bag mention, I agree, isn't this, isn't in the same echelon. And bagging can be done in good humor. It can be funny. I've had people bag me, and then I bag them, and they bag back, and then they wave, and then they come in, and they're like, hey, man, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's all just done in good fun. It's not meant to be, you know... Th- griefing is, is, by its nature, disruptive. You know what I mean? 
Taunting usually gets called when they stand over a guy they just laid out. Yeah, there's a difference between celebrating a touchdown and standing over a guy that might be hurt. (laughs) TD celebrations are considered unsportsmanlike conduct. It's not a taunting thing. Yeah, that's true. Taunting is when they're about to run into the end zone and they like put the ball back to mock the guy or, or taunt the guy on the ground. Yeah, celebration is considered unsportsmanlike. That's right. I bagged Lona when I killed him with a bat. Yeah, I, I expect that. I expect to get teabagged as a streamer if the public gets in my game and manages to kill me, which isn't that hard. You know, it's it's I, you know, people talking trash about beating me in a video game. It's it's not it's not that impressive. It really really isn't. East Coast Overlord with a ten dollar tip. There's an issue with what you're saying about griefing. In New World, when other factions complete PvP flag missions, they increase their reputation. You have to kill them or risk invasion. There's a giant difference between the function of the interaction being a part of the game's design and you going and breaking the game's design and disrupting what people are just trying to do, right? Even the developers have said, we don't want people griefing, so when you flag for PvP, you have 30 seconds to get clear of the city. Well, the problem with that is, the the, the people standing outside the city know that. They know that. They're like, here comes another one. All right, set the timer, 30 seconds. All right, follow them, Larry. Let us know. Let us know, you know. I, I don't know what you can do to not have it happening. The only thing you could do is say it's a random timer. It's one to three minutes, right? Now that might be annoying for you because you're like, oh, my timer says it's going to take me two minutes and 17 seconds. If the timer is random, then there's no way for the people to know whether or not you're like, I don't know. It's been 45 seconds. Do you think he's, you think he's flagged or not? Well, we better head back. Look how far away we are now. And the, is the PvP world and PvE worlds mixed together? Yes. So what you do, so for those of you that are confused about what, what we're saying, when you're in town, no, you cannot attack anybody. And if you grab a mission that requires you to do what's called flagging for PvP, or maybe you just want to do PvP, so you just flag for PvP, and then you go run out and find people. When you flag for PvP, 30 seconds after leaving town you are marked in the world so that other people know, oh, that guy's flagged for PvP. Now, if I run past you and I am not flagged for PvP and you are, we cannot attack each other. I can't suddenly decide on the fly, oh, it's time to flag for PvP and I stab you in the back. You know? And you can't be like, here's some PvE scrub. Wham! And chop my head off. Can't do it. Can't interact. You flag for PvP before leaving the town. And then you leave the town, and you have 30 seconds before it marks you and says, Hey, this guy... Now, it doesn't shoot off a flare in the air or anything like that. But again, people know that this is how it works. So they all crowd around the entrance to the, to the, to the, to the town, and anytime someone runs out who isn't flagged for PvP, they're going to follow you for 30 seconds. It's not hard. It's like, all right, here comes another one dink and they hit the thing for 30 seconds and they just follow you well they're probably not using a controller mouse and keyboard they're following and then as soon as you come out of the 30 seconds and you flag you've got three guys on your tail and then what are you going to do what are you going to do not to mention what i was talking about earlier 
there is a power differential in the game. The power differential in the game clearly makes it to where if you are higher level, you're going to do more damage. And subsequently, when you're lower level, you're going to do less damage. So it's going to take you a lot longer. It's going to take you a lot longer to, 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 to kill somebody. You have to hit them more was the exact phrasing that they used, right? Was the exact phrasing that they used, right? So, if if there's an intrinsic motivation to do these missions, there's an intrinsic motivation to do these missions. There are missions that you can do for your company where you don't have to go and fight anybody, but you have to flag for PvP. They'll be like, "Mate, make eight meals and deliver them," and you're like, "Okay." So you make all the meals. Right, you gather all your materials, make your meals, and then you got to flag for PvP, and you got to travel to wherever this is supposed to go. And once you're flagged for PvP, guess what? You're gonna have this griefing scenario where people are gonna follow you, and then they're gonna kill you, and you're gonna be like, "Well, I guess I can't do that." The only reason I was doing that is I'm not interested in PvP. I'm not interested in flagging for PvP. I'm doing this because I want the increased XP because I'm falling behind. And people that are farther ahead than me are making it hard for me to catch back up. I I, I just think that that's an intrinsic dissonance that's going to frustrate people big time. It's like in EVE Online. I and a group of people can just camp outside of a station and wait for people to undock in their ships from that station. If they try to warp away or do anything, they become available to lock onto and kill. Their only recourse is to immediately dock dock up or lose their ship effectively trapping them in there and preventing them from doing anything or going anywhere it's griefing but unfortunately the company allows it yeah I, I don't that's just a degenerate way of playing like you're that's not even how the game is designed to be played sounds like the dark zone in PvP uh, in, 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 uh, in the division that's exactly what it sounds like that's exactly what it sounds like Um, degenerate is having lost physical, mental, or moral qualities considered normal or desirable showing evidence of decline right? yeah so maybe that's not the right word lacking some property, order or distinctiveness of structure previously or usually present yeah I mean I guess that's the right word because you're basically breaking the game down, causing disorder, and then frustrating anybody who's attempting to play the game the way it's designed, right? I'm not disagreeing with you, but I can say from personal experience, it's pretty easy to avoid those campers if you want. Here's the issue though, Bada, you're saying that as a player that, that, that might know what to do or might know where to go. What about all the other people that are just confused and they don't understand? They're like, I don't understand. I thought that I flagged for PvP and then I'd be able to get away and go work on this mission. And I can't do that. I'm just getting followed and griefed. Most people aren't going to give that a second thought. What, you go into the dark zone and get griefed a couple times? Did you go back in to be like, let's see if this goes better the fifth or eighth time? No. I'm totally on board with you about this, but could it be useful? A useful pain point to get players to interact with the community, asking for other high-level players to guard. I mean, maybe. Maybe. You have a lot more tools to avoid slash ignore slash get around griefers in New World. 
I don't think that's true, Arch Enigma. Somebody already said this morning that people would literally go to the spot of the mission and just camp it out. Like, go and kill this person, thing, being, or deliver this stuff. And they would just go wait there for people to show up. Why? Because they know you have to flag for PvP to do it, and you're probably going to be by yourself. Like, what, are you going to grab your buddies and be like, hey guys, I need a uh, presidential escort. Yeah, I made eight... um, eight meals and I gotta deliver them uh, all the way across the map here you know I gotta uh, I gotta get over there you guys can you guys come with me <laughs> that's not gonna work <laughs> new world was supposed to be PvP originally just PvP only really division one dark zone was great used to wait for people to call in their chopper kill them take their stuff griefing is built into PvP games like that if you don't like it don't play it I think you're misunderstanding. That's not griefing, Hemulin. That's by design. You're, you're, you are misusing the term griefing. Division Dark Zone, being near a helicopter drop pad or seeing the flare go off and going and trying to kill people, that is the expectation that the player has. They know shooting this flare off creates a high intense moment a pressure a high pressure moment high stakes where i got to defend this chopper to get my stuff out of here that's not griefing that's that's literally the mode that they've created griefing in the dark zone was walking through the door taking 10 feet and surprise mother all these guys pop out and kill you and you're like i'm, I'm not even in the dark zone yet i i i walked 10 feet that's griefing having to defend your loot was an intended mechanic in the game that was how they built it their trailer literally showed them doing that they showed one of their buddies betraying them too like they really ramped it up I was like oh my gosh yeah that's an intended mechanic camping an entrance and not allowing people to play is griefing that's exactly right yo it's good hellfire I think you can use griefing more broadly for example griefing in Sea of Thieves is also technically designed that way but if you raid a ship just to mess with people, that can be called griefing. Used to do that too? Yeah, and it's a degenerate way of playing the game that causes people to leave. You understand that, right? It's like, you may think it's fun to play pranks on your party guests, but your party's probably going to end pretty quickly because people are getting tired of getting sprayed in the face with water and getting pie in their face, right? <laughs> Ha! Gotcha, Dave! They're like, can you stop? We're just trying to enjoy the atmosphere and have some drinks. They're like, alright, alright. And you walk away to the other side, and you squirt Susan in the face with water. <laughs> gotcha! That party's gonna end pretty quickly. It ain't gonna last. Nobody's gonna put up with that for very long. <clears throat> they're like, you're awful. You are not a good party host. And they're gonna leave. So Sure grief to your heart's content and then everybody ends up being like why would I play this game it's just full of a bunch of degenerate griefers I'm out of here I'm trying to play a video game not not get bullied by people like what's the point of this this is supposed to be entertaining fun supposed to be a way for me to spend my evening and I'm not even getting to play the game I'm, I'm, I'm taking two steps into the dark zone and getting shot by with respect you probably were bad at the game and that's why you did it I think that's what griefing usually comes from is skillless people 
I, generally speaking, high-skilled players are going to get bored griefing very quickly because it doesn't challenge them. They're like, this is boring. Come on. Let's go do something else. They'll do it for a while. They're kind of bored. But griefing is usually driven by a lack of skill. Why? Because it's easy. It's easy. You're literally shooting fish in a barrel. You're like, well, we could take the time to make the bait, you know, make the fly, you know, bait and learn how to cast and rent a boat. Or we could just shoot fish in a barrel, right? Well, I don't have fishing skills, so I'm just going to shoot fish in a barrel. Like, like that's what griefing usually is driven by. It's driven by someone who's like, I, I would rather play at this level and just mess with people that it's, it's a give me kill it's just a give me kill I'm just gonna sit here and do this I mean it doesn't require any skill at all grieving is intentionally trying to get in the way of players doing what they are trying to do and trying to ruin their experience right and again I think it's usually driven by a lack of skill because if you're good at the game you'll just go play and prove yourself you're like well, I don't need to do all that what do you mean now you might do it for an afternoon because you and your friends think it's funny but eventually I would imagine if you're a high-skilled player, you're going to get bored. You're going to be like, this is stupid. Let's go do something real. Let's go raid. Let's go Let's go do some missions. We're just sitting outside and killing low-level players. This is dumb. But when you're trash, griefing is a treasure trove. Because you don't ever have to lift a finger, really. You just sit there, laugh with your buddies. Yeah, here comes another one. Yeah. Yeah, let's follow them. Those people cry when it happens to them. Well, here's the thing about griefing. Griefing spreads like a disease because people end up saying, well, all right, fine. You know, let's do it. Like, I was very tempted. I was very tempted to boot up Sea of Thieves one night with Hilly and literally just sail to every outpost we could find and just try to ruin people's evening. But I was like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to become the monster I hate, so I'm not going to do it. Now, we were considering booting up one night and just doing PvP. Don't grab any missions. Let's not get any skin in the game. Let's not have any treasure on the boat. Let's just go and do PvP. But I was like, we'll probably get stomped. We're not very very good at the PvP in Sea of Thieves. You've got to be pretty good, right? And when you're drinking, the skill level's going to go down pretty quick, right? It's going to go down pretty quick. Never mind that when they do this, you lost durability, all the progress, and then you go back uh, and re-pick them up just to be griefed again and do it over again. Uh, they're only going to do it that so many times. I don't want to make it sound like it's just going to be Grief City. What I'm saying is, New World's going to have to think through how to minimize this, right? How do you minimize it? Because 20 people sitting outside of, 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 of a city, right? Considering you stole your own boat, probably go very well. That's right, that's right. I think sometimes people call something griefing that isn't, e.g. Division Dark Zone attacking extracts. Yeah, that's true. It's it's like when people overuse pay to win. It's like not everything is pay to win, right? Use it when it's inappropriate. We'd kill them a few times and then get to the chase us around and then get them to chase us around the dark zone to try and get their stuff back. Sometimes we lost, sometimes we won. It was just a way to make the DZ fun for us. Right, but griefing the entrance, like, if you want to run around and hunt people in the DZ, that's totally fine. I, I, I think that's a, that's, a, that's a totally viable strategy and that's totally a viable way to play the game. To be like, let's just hunt people down. Let's not do any of the PvE assignments. 
Let's not have any loot on our back. We don't want to have any risk. Let's just hunt. Let's just be on the hunt here. Anytime we hear a gunshot, we're going to go running. That's totally fine. But sitting outside the entrance so people can't even get in? I mean, that again, that's a degenerate way of playing. That's not the way it's designed to play. You're disrupting someone else's attempt to get in. It's 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 so close to just knocking them offline. It's like, oh, you want to play? Bloop, you're not allowed to. Like, what? It's a hop, skip, and a jump from knocking them offline. It's like, you're trying to play this content and we're disallowing you from doing that. You know? You're not, you're not breaking the law. You aren't. You're doing it within the game and the confines of the game. But boy, oh boy, you're, you are a cousin to a dosser if you grief the entrance to the Dark Zone or you grief outposts and Sea of Thieves. You and a D-Dosser, you're cousins, right? They're a little bit more uglier than you are, but you're freaking cousins and you go to the same family reunion. I'll phone with the DZB if you couldn't even get in the door because you were being four on one. That's what I mean. Like, you're not even getting a chance to even try. Like, you're not even playing, right? It was like the teamers. The teamers that were going into solo or duos. They were going into solo and duos, and they were teaming up, squadding up. I remember when I killed three of them. It was one of the best feelings ever. There's three guys teaming up on me in solo in solo Dark Zone. I just freaking wrecked their world. It felt so good. Surprise, surprise, the guys teaming were utter trash at the game. I wasn't even that good. You gotta be pretty dadgum bad for me to win a 3v1. You gotta be a potato with thumbs for me to win a 3v1. You know what I'm saying? I am am not a high-level player. I got pretty good at division, but I was not a high-level player. I freaking rolled on those dudes. I don't think it's a crime uh, to kill someone at a lower level at the entrance a time or two. It's when the player just leaves because you've done it to them 30 times and they would rather not play. I don't even think two times is an appropriate amount. They, they, they've they built the game so that you're not supposed to be able to do that. You are supposed to be able to get away from the entrance and, and attempt to start the mission. You're supposed to be able to do that. They've literally designed New World to minimize griefing. And when you attempt to circumvent that and do it anyway, I don't think that's acceptable. No. You're, you're rejecting the intention and design of the game and trying to harm and disrupt somebody else's experience. You might as well just cheat and call it a day. Again, you're cousins with the cheaters. You're, they, they may be absolutely hideous looking and you don't want to claim them at the family reunion, but if you're a griefer, you and the dossers and the cheaters, you guys are all from the same family tree. You're all from the same family tree. You make the game worse for other people. You're not you're not you're not breaking TOS. You're not breaking federal law. But y'all go to the same cookout. You go to the same cookout. You're cousins. You're you're in the same family. And I like you about as much as I like them. It's not very much. <clears throat> I don't I don't like you very much. I I think that that's a horrible way to treat a game. What's good, Ginger? I already say what's good ginger sometimes I greet a person in my mind and I think did I say it and so I say it again and now I'm like well do I sound like a crazy person now I just greeted that person twice and now I'm talking about it which is even another layer of crazy it's not illegal to be a jerk but you're still a jerk grieving in new world does not interest me at all but I'm coming at this from feeling empowered to do other things in pvp later and know those players are not going to get satisfaction of killing me it's all good, dude. Well, here's the problem with that, Arch Enigma. Here's the problem with that. 
the game is designed to motivate early flagging for PvP. Very early. You pick a company, and the first thing you see is a giant difference between PvE missions and PvP missions. We're talking like big difference, right? Huge. And you're supposed to ignore that? Be like, well, they put it there. We're not really supposed to do anything. We're not really supposed to interact with it. <laughs> why, why, why not? Do it. Well, just, 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 you know, I want to get that extra XP. Yeah. And I think it's all going to come to a head. I think it's all going to come to a head. I think you're going to have a pretty good portion of new players that, that flag for PvP. Because they want to they level up faster. Think about the motivation here. Imagine the player with me. Somebody who can't play as much, trying to catch up with their buddies, trying to level up quicker, has to flag for PvP if they want to. And guess what's waiting for them? Players who have played more, they're higher level, they can kill you faster, and they're waiting for you. I don't know. Seems like a rocky start. That seems like a rocky start for a lot of players. Isn't the PB bonus just 5%? I don't think so, Ginger. When I went up to my company, the green guy, the green the green homie, I love the skull and all that. I was like, oh, we look like pirates. The difference in currency was unbelievable. It was like 150 for the top, and it was like 500 permission on the bottom. It was nuts. The difference was crazy. Now, you might be talking about XP. I'm talking about currency. So maybe the XP difference isn't that much. But again psychology of the player I need to level up as fast as I can they changed it to 10% okay so yeah it was it was pretty noticeable it's pretty noticeable you do you do a couple of those missions at PvP instead of PvE and you're you're gonna you're gonna feel it right I guess outside of just a base level boost you're right the Q bonuses are great right 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 so my concern is you're gonna fill a funnel of non-traditional MMO players they're going to want to level up fast. They're going to see that. They're going to grab that. They're going to get griefed or killed. Maybe not griefed, just killed a couple of times by players higher level than them. And that's going to really sour their Cheerios. The town board takes money it doesn't give. The PB missions do pay more. Imagine this, though. If he wants to play a solo game, play a solo game. He wants to play an MMO, right? Part of the game is interacting with players. Is forcing them to interact with others that bad? What do you mean? It, it, Plenty of people play MMOs by themselves. You don't have to play with other people. You can. I'm not saying that the game should cater to a solo player, but plenty of the missions and the quests are not designed... What, so you you think in the first 20 hours I'm supposed to be like linking arm in arm with my buddies and like chopping down trees and, and, uh, and, and, and making meals together? So much of it's designed to be like, oh, I'll, I'll catch up with you guys later. I can do all this on my own. Fishing and baking bread and making an axe you don't need to do that with your buddies the early game is, is significantly significantly it, as far as I'm concerned very solo oriented no 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 wait for me wait for me man come on man what are you doing I thought we were fishing together dude what is this this son of a said we were gonna go fishing today goes and fishes with Dave now I gotta fish by myself Alright, that's fine. That's fine. I'll remember this. 
nobody's nobody i mean you may do it just because you like the company but the game's not designed in the early game to feel like well i better bring somebody with me when i build this axe or kill four four wolves you know i thought i was gonna go fishing with lono we need to do like fishing trips as a, as a, that'll be fun those will be fun streams you know i'm waiting all week <laughs> waiting all week man have a nice spot picked out I made all my bait ahead of time. <laughs> I don't swear, but that that would be funnier with some swear words. We had a guy grind crafting to get his tier four tools. You see, now that's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when I think the game's really gonna shine. When you're like, "Hey, buddy, hey, buddy, can you make us some leather uh, leather boots? Can you uh, can you make us some good bait?" And he's like, "I got what you need," you know. Again, I agree with the problem. Enforcing players to interact early can have positives. Sure. Making an MMO and leveling could be good. I'm just looking for in-game solutions. Right, 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 right. Let me let me let me let me put this one up on the board. Let me put this one up on the board. Pick I'll go back to some of the other questions you guys have submitted. Pick3 says, do you know about the situation with Activision Blizzard now, my man? My mana? Can we can we start that? That might be, that might catch on. Like, as MMO players, if we start playing MMOs, we can start to refer to each other as my mana instead of my man. We could make it more neutral, you know, because there's this whole thing like, don't call us guys. We're not guys. Yeah, you are. This whole group of people. You're guys. It's totally generic. Shut the frick up, dude. Anyway. Um. <laughs> Shut up, dude. We're not guys. Whatever, dude. The situation with Activision Blizzard, yeah, it's getting worse. It's getting worse. The uh, what is the SEC is stepping in, officially investigating high level, uh, high level uh, C-suite level employees now. Um. And uh, some guy just stepped down from Overwatch Two. Yeah, yeah. Anybody, and I mean anybody. Attach that company in, I don't know, the last three years. I'd, I'd be getting ready. <laughs> I'd be getting ready to be to be called to a deposition. I'd be getting ready to be subpoenaed, you know. I would be. I would be. And if you operate in the state of California, you just better buckle up because it's hurricane season. <laughs> state of California is coming for you they're coming for you you know (laughs) it ain't over not by a long shot we're gonna be talking about this in three years we'll be talking about this because discovery and all that it'll take forever it'll take years it'll take years and you guys know what I think there's two companies in particular that I would love to see them investigated and go through a discovery process because then people would see the truth we'll hold our breath I guess We'll hold our breath. One of our other topics this morning is the daily challenges in Halo Infinite. Apparently, these are going to take 16 to 18 hours to complete all of them. Meaning, like, if you do every single one. not They're not intending you to do these all in one day, right? There's ones that you can do each day. And you, uh, you work on it, slowly but surely. And uh, Ratchet says... Do you think the daily challenges will have it so if you focus on them, you lose the game? If you don't win? Oh, if you don't, you win? I'm going to tell you something right now. 
I'm not confident in developers understanding how to do this because they never do it right. They never do it right. How many games have you played where the daily challenge or the bounty has you playing like an absolute buffoon and you lose? Titanfall did this. You want to roll over your prestige? Okay, you got to get this kill and that kill and do this and that and blah, blah, blah. And every single time, I'd be like, why is my teammate doing this? And my buddy'd be like, well, he's working on those challenges. Whatever. Nothing better than a PvP experience ruined by players playing suboptimally. Yeah, yeah, because it's like, well, hey, we know you really like those weapons, or we know you really like playing in this way, but you, uh, we're going to need you to play like this. I, the, the idea behind it, I'm going to give you my talk, I'm going to give you my talk on this, but the idea behind saying you're not just going to get XP for playing, you're going to have to do challenges. Do you want to know what that means? You make no progress if you don't get the challenges done. You don't get you don't make any progress. You you play 3 games and just have a hard time getting it done and the, ne- the needle doesn't move. I I I I don't think people are going to like that. Because then what you're doing is this is so dumb. I can't believe they're doing this. Like I shouldn't even need to tell you this. You're divorcing the sense of satisfaction and progression from just playing the game. Like you're now instead of playing the game, there's this other game that I'm playing. Well, you know, I gotta do this thing over here. I don't really like doing it, but if I don't, I won't make any progress. Here's the thing that would make this really easy. Do you want to know how to solve this? I'll tell you. This one's free. You don't have to pay me for this one. There's another company that stole 1,800 of my ideas, so I'll give you a couple. You just make XP normal. You just earn XP for playing. And then these challenges are extra. And dot dot dot. Here's the most important part. Challenges should be contextual to the map and the mode. So when you boot up the mode, bing! Welcome to Capture the Flag. You can get five defense or five captures. Either one will satisfy today's daily CTF challenge. Great. Great. Whatever role I play in this game, I'll be working on that challenge. I don't have to change what I'm doing. I don't got to put on some weapon I don't like or or play in some stupid way like hide in a corner or play in an awkward... No, I just play. And if I get four instead of five, no worries. Play another round. I'll get that fifth one. Yeah, get that fifth one, get the challenge completed, and guess what? I'm getting XP the entire time. This is on top. This is extra. Stop designing your game around making it last and design your game around making it enjoyable. Do you see the disconnect? Because this is what happens. Logistically speaking, we need these challenges to last 16 to 18 hours for the average player. Did you make that decision because that's going to be good for the player and enjoyable? Or did you make that decision because that's how long you need the challenges to last? Which is it? Because if you're serving me dinner, and you're like, well, the only way we're going to make this dinner last for six hours, you got to feed them one pepperoni at a time. 
I'm not going to walk away from your dinner and talk about how good the pizza was. I'm going to be annoyed. Why do they do that? They brought out the pepperoni one at a time and then the cheese and they threw sauce on the, the sauce on the plate and they brought out the dough separate and I had to dip the dough. What the frick was that? Well, you see, we analyzed the internal logistics of our kitchen and the amount of people that were going to be eating here and we decided that the most optimal way to extend the dinner beyond two hours into the fifth and sixth hour was to separate the meal into pieces. Okay, but I, did, did, I didn't enjoy the meal. This is when you have the wrong people making decisions. They're making a logistical decision. They're making a structural decision, not an experiential decision. It's purely structure. Got to keep them playing for two seasons before the full game's release. <laughs> to be fair, if anyone's played Master Chief Collection, it's very easy to level up the battle pass in Halo and the challenge system does work. Here's the quote. While we understand the community's feedback around wanting a steady drip of match XP and more ways to earn XP for the battle pass, we are optimistic that the system available at launch will give players adequate means of continually having something to accomplish and a means of progress. Well, I'm glad they're optimistic, because this doesn't work in like any other game that's tried it. Looking further ahead and beyond launch, we expect these systems to evolve in direct partnership with player feedback. Do you want to know what I I think you should do? I'm going to say this in my recorded video later. I'm going to give you a sneak peek. What's the best thing, according to the according to the Book of Lono, like if I was writing a book about how to be a gamer, according to the Book of Lono, what's the best thing to do when you don't like a piece of content, a mission, or an element of the content, a challenge, a bounty, whatever? What's the best, the single best thing that you can do as a player? Sure, sure, sure. Tweet, forums, Reddit, provide the feedback. But what's more important than that? The single greatest thing that you can do, Murph Dog, don't engage with it. Don't engage with it. If they get two weeks in and we're all doing this, uh uh-uh. Nope, not doing it. We're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. A thousand points of light. We're not going to do it. We are not going to play those challenges. I'll play your game. I'll shoot the I'll shoot the other team. I'll have a ball. But if they r- hire a guy to play it for you, if they end two weeks and they're like, no one's freaking doing these challenges, we have made a miscalculation here. They'll see the feedback and say, people feel like it causes a breakdown of gameplay flow. People feel like it causes a lack of satisfaction because you can play three matches and if you don't complete the challenge, you make zero progress for your play session. If I've got an hour and a half to play, I play three to four matches and I fail to complete more than maybe one challenge. Maybe I do one. I end that play session feeling very unsatisfied. Like, I didn't get anything done. My little bar didn't move. I want to see the bar move. That's what players want to see. That's why when you play Candy Crush or any of these little mobile games, they have seasons now. And you're like, bling, and the little bar feels you leveled up you can now go into the candy cane castle great bling you have leveled up if i don't see that little bar fill i feel like i didn't accomplish anything why do you think pvp games started to add all this extra stuff right why why they do it why they do it they did it because people would get bored they'd be like i 
played enough. I've won enough. That's all I'm doing. But when you see a little bar filling and you see a little level going up, you're invested. You've you've now have a visual representation of your your sunk cost. Your 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 in your your level of play. You've got a number to to put to it. You delete it and it gives you a different one. We have this system for eight seasons of the Master Chief Collection. In my opinion, it does work. I am for match XP also. You want to you know why this is dangerous, Paul? Because you're already a fan. Do you see? You're already a fan. So take take the average player. Take a new player. I don't, I don't think that this jives with them. A new player is going to be like, I don't understand. I just played three matches and I've got zero XP. Oh, no, no. you got to do challenges. What? I don't... Okay, what's the challenges? And then you, you read the challenges and you're like, but I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to play that way. I don't want to use that weapon. I don't want to do that thing. You know who is playing the Master Chief Collection? Yeah, Halo fans. That's exactly... That's the point that I'm making to them. I'm not dismissing your opinion. I'm saying... Your opinion is a little is a little biased, and therefore, you got to consider all those other people that are going to get this game for for free. It's free. You just have to own a Microsoft platform, and you can play Halo Infinite's PvP for free. I love Halo, says Quad. I can't stand the challenges to level the pass. It's BS. Let me play the game I paid for the pass. Give me the stuff for playing. That's exactly right. Hilly says, my daughter won her track race today. Came out of school with a gold medal. Oh, that's awesome, Hilly. Let's do the dad thing, right? My son scored a goal in his soccer game. And I mean, I I, I did the, yes! I like sit up and scream. It was so awesome. Because he's just big enough and old enough that he's, he's, he's better than basically everybody else. Like there's like one kid on his team that's better than him, right? Everybody else, he's five, they're four. If you've ever been around four and five-year-olds, there's a huge difference between a four-year-old and a five-year-old. A four-year-old is kind of something... A lot of the times, a four-year-old is like a baby that's learned how to walk really fast. And then something happens. Something happens between four and five. They become like a little person and with opinions, and they can formulate complete sentences, Right? And so he's at the top end of the age spectrum. So he's he's a little taller than everybody else, a little faster. So I'm like, get out, go, get out. <laughs> he's awesome. Now I was coaching my sister, uh, not my his sister's team. I was coaching his sister's team, my daughter. And his sister is uh, she's she's she has to work a little bit harder than him. He picks it up really naturally, right? As a brother and a sister, it's like, yeah, he he doesn't have to work nearly as hard as her. She's got to work a little bit harder. But she's good. She's good at defending. And so I'm out there as assistant coach, and I'm like telling the kids where to go, and you know, trying to instill in them the the instinct that's not there. They don't have game instinct yet. They're just standing around like it's hot. Like that's all they know is that it's hot. So you have to instill in them the instinct. You're like, move forward, move forward, get him, get him, get him, go for the ball, go for the ball. The biggest mistake children make in sports is they're so polite. Like if they lose possession and the other kid gets the ball, they just kind of stop. And I'm like, what are you doing? It's so I tell them, I'm like, if the ball is in your vicinity, you treat it like it's your ball. Go and get it. 
act like it's yours don't use your hands don't push but it's yours you go and you get it it's not their ball it's not it's 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 not it's your ball they play too polite someone's like get in there and get it <laughs> uh, my son did a great job reading his entries in front of 120 people oh yeah 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 it's always great when there's a crowd involved oh yes 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 Yep. Alone is a good soccer coach for little kids because he's so close to them in size, they trust him. <laughs> what would they think of you, Zubair? Would they would they wonder would they wonder how like an ogre got out? Like that, they would I think they'd be scared, right? Like, you know. <laughs> That's for calling me fat, buddy. <laughs> Zubair really likes the outside though he does he likes the outside because he's one of the few people that he can he can go shirtless and everybody thinks he's wearing a sweater because uh... <laughs> they think I'm a warrior I'm cute right 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 Arch Enigma with a comment here and a question in New World, the extra XP from flagging for PvP has been increased to 10%. Do you feel this is enough to incentivize non-PvP players to take the risk, or would you like to see it more incentive? I'm going to tell you right now, as a non-PvP player, when I went to the little company menu and I saw the PvE, I saw the PvE currency and payout, PvE was on the top and PvP was on the bottom, I was like, ooh, I kind of want to do the PvP stuff. I don't want to go do PvP, but I want to flag for PvP so I get the increased currency. Because the green guys, man, I was looking at the, the, the gear and the, and the weapons and the armor, and I was like, oh my gosh. right? This is great. This is great. And I definitely felt the pull. I did. Like, the drive to say, well, th- this is, uh, this you're going to get more if you do this. I 100% felt the drive to do it. I did. And I'm not a PvP guy. Not by any stretch. Not by any stretch. I'll play him. Play him for a little bit. I'll get grumpy about skill-based matchmaking. And then I'll turn him off. That's typically my experience with PvP. My father taught me football at a young age. He said, the ball is yours, go get it. Probably why I was an all-state cornerback. That's right. That's right. you got to create that instinct. You know? It's yours. It's not theirs. It doesn't have their name on it. It's out on the field. It's up for grabs. Go get it. No, we've not talked about the Halo XP system. We've actually talked about it just now a little bit, Hilly. We've talked about the fact that, like, you're only going to get XP from challenges. And I'm concerned about how that's going to be received. I'm concerned about it causing uh, a breakdown in gameplay because Titanfall did something very similar. You had to do challenges to progress your, like, if you wanted to roll over and, like, quote their version of Prestige. And it broke down gameplay because the challenges were so odd that, like, you weren't playing the game normal. So, and so I was basically saying you should get XP from just playing and the challenges should be extra and on top and they should be contextual to the map and the mode. Don't tell me to get sniper kills on a small map that everyone's running around rumbling with shotguns. I'm just going to get irritated or I'm going to be like, well, can't do that one. Guess I won't get any levels. Do you see like? If, if you boot up and you're on a big map or you're on a CTF map 
and there's a weapon challenge and a gameplay challenge for every map and mode and if you do them you get extra XP I'm totally fine with that totally down with that because then you're either going to go for sniper kills on a big on a big map which is totally fine or you're going to go for captures and defends in CTF get five of either it doesn't matter just get five get five defends it could be uh, it could be three defends and two captures whatever whatever my experience with MCC, many of the challenges happen just by playing. Like Nifty 50 is just play 50 games. Right, right. Here's the issue, Hilly. I'm thinking of newer players that are going to be like, why am I not getting experience? Oh, you only get it from challenges. I think the expectation is fair that as long as I'm playing, I'm getting XP. I think that's a fair expectation. I just feel like challenges should be extra and on top. And I also, you have one that's nift like Nifty 50. I'm sure there are going to be some that are not just happening by accident, right? Get the jar of peanut butter in City Hall for bonus XP. That's right. That's right. Being only to get XP from challenges, there are challenges in Call of Duty, but I just ignore them because I can level up normally as well. Right. What would their motivation be for this kind of XP setup? From where I sit, Zubair, it's a, it's a logistical decision to ensure that it lasts it's not about what's good it's not about what is experientially accessible and natural for the player they're trying to make the content last and they don't want you to level up too quickly it's essentially passive throttling right it's just passive throttling the idea that well you know you could grind out 20 matches we don't really want you to be able to do that. They know they can run simulations and see the average player is not going to complete this headshot challenge or up close and personal challenge or this grapple jack challenge. They know it's going to take you a while to complete that. It's It would be anomalous for you to slam out a bunch of them in like a couple of games. So it is a... It's an unseen throttle. It's like, well, you can only get so much XP. It's just, it's, it's, it's impossible to slam out a bunch of them. And so, it's not inherently bad, but clearly the feedback from the player base required a response from them. They were, they responded to the concern. People were like, I, I you know, I don't like that. I just want to get, I just want to get XP for playing, right? So, um, Ratchet says, do you think the crit will do the same damage as if you're on the same level as them? I don't know exactly how it works, homie. I can only tell you what they said. They said, if you are higher level than another person in New World, you will have to hit them less times to kill them, and they will have to hit you more times. You know. Newer players can get over it. Suck it up, Buttercup. Well, I mean... You know how they can get over it, Mo. It's real easy. They didn't pay any money. So they can just stop playing. You know, I don't like it. And just stop playing. To be fair, Apex has a similar system with challenges to help move the battle pass along, and I've always had more challenges um, than battle pass levels left. Do you get XP just for playing though, Hex? Is it a both and or is it just that's the only way? The idea that you don't just level your season pass from playing is so out of step with any other game offering. That's what I'm saying. Like, 
don't you just get XP for playing Apex? You get XP for playing Fortnite. You get it. Like, pretty sure virtually every other game, as long as you're playing, you're getting XP. In, in Apex, you get XP from playing. It's both. That's what I'm advocating for. Just make it both. Just make it both. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because if, because again, if you only play for an hour and a half, <coughs> and you just, a couple of those challenges, you just can't get them done. You just can't get them done. Well, then you walk away from that play session being like, well, I didn't achieve anything. I, I didn't get anything done. And with a free-to-play game, the concern would be uh, the concern would be that, like, you're like, oh, you know, I'm not gonna play. I'm not getting. I'm not getting. I don't have a sense of investment. To me, to me, if I think about the psychology of the player, I think a player feels more naturally invested and more naturally tied to the game to come back when they just level up for playing, right? think of it the other way if you can't level up just by playing and you have to do challenges it kind of feels like homework it's like well if I don't focus on these things and do these things I'm not making any progress well you're not invested yet you want the investment to just be natural unspoken like oh yeah I played and I leveled up I got something you know now maybe they're going to be smart about this I would imagine most people are going to play Halo Infinite and after two matches a couple of challenges banged out automatically you get a couple levels on your pass you get a couple of things and they're gonna hope that that like tickles tickles the brain enough to say oh I'm coming back this is enjoyable cause when I play a game where I level I feel that sense of like oh I'm level 3 if I level up some more I mean that was happening in Kane and Bridge of Spirits it was like if I level up some more get some more currency I want to unlock these other abilities XP boost. An XP boost will award double XP for any challenges weekly and or daily completed while it is active. For now, an XP boost is set to last 30 minutes. That's not a great system. You have 30 minutes to do a challenge that you've paid for. Okay, I'm more for the match XP. Wait, just a minute. Where did you get that information? They're going to be selling XP boosts that last for 30 minutes? What? I don't want to spend the day using a bunk loadout to do a bunk objective instead of just playing the way I want. That's exactly right. What if I don't like the weapon they want me to get kills with? I feel like you need to play Master Chief Collection to get a better feel for it. They don't approach a battle pass the same way as others. The challenges give you an unlock token where you can unlock anything from the battle pass. Okay, he got it directly from the Halo site. They're going to be selling XP boosts that last for 30 minutes. Hilly has a quotation here. Using challenges, our goal is that you will always be earning progress in your battle pass through playing and winning matches. This will allow you to always jump into a game of Halo and make progress on your goals. I think they get this right. You can just have XP land auto in Halo as you would get more players and not trying to win games. Betrayal. Yeah, I don't know. That's not a good enough reason because I could say the same thing. Well, people are just going to make lobbies, right? people are just going to make lobbies and trade headshots or whatever I mean that, that cuts both ways right as you would get more players not trying to win games and betrayals like right and you should get more XP for winning like you shouldn't be able to just go in and throw he said it was performing very well in 4k yeah yeah Kana, Kana ran okay on the PS5 
I wasn't super impressed. Looked beautiful, but I was a little bummed that we were having some some frame some frame stutters. That's a little disappointing. That game that game should run solid on the PS5. You know, I'm not going to knock them for it. I, I definitely in my in my first impressions, I, I I I took some points away. If I was to give it a score right now, I'd be like solid eight, and I can't give it a higher score because of the stuttering and some of the some of the weird you know input delay issues that I was having. You know. No, they won't. There's no forge. Well, you wouldn't be able to complete a challenge in a forge private match anyway. So, um, do you still talking about new world PVP scaling? I mean, we're talking about all the topics interchangeably. We don't really stay on one topic. We kind of bounce it between all of them. Canebridge of Spirits first impressions, new world PVP scaling, Halo Infinite XP system. You know what I mean? It sounds like the Call of Duty XP system. If you're in a clan or with a friend group, you have an hour to get double XP every day. Happy hour. Yeah, this is a 30-minute thing you can buy. The way I'll be playing now is get all my weekly challenges to 99%, pop a double XP booster, have 30 minutes to get them all done. Right, right, right. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. You know about the Shenfu release date? I think he means Sifu. I think he means Sifu. That's in February. That's in February. You can always submit so many questions. PS5 is kind of weak. <laughs> Mo, stop. I'm not taking the bait, dude. It's not weak. <laughs> I'll just take the chessboard and put Ghost of Tsushima and God of War with its update and Ratchet and Clank and when Horizon Forbidden West launches, I'll just set all that on the chessboard and be like, I'm sorry, what you, I, you said that the PS5 was weak. I, I'm, I'm having a hard time hearing you over these games here. <laughs> I'm having a real hard time. Death Stranding's director's cut this Friday. You know, the... The, 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 the Demon Souls remake. Spider-Man Miles Morales. Man, it's, it's, it's getting real crowded in here. It's so hard to hear you say that it's weak. You tried? Yeah, yeah, yeah. PS5 is kind of weak. <laughs> I mean, the PS5 is kind of weak, man. Just doesn't, just doesn't have it. <laughs> just doesn't have it. Hey guys, if you've enjoyed today's stream, we are obviously scrappy right now. We got a small but very loyal group that comes in every day and supports. If you're new, hit subscribe and the bell button. We'd love to have you introduce yourself to the community. There's a variety of ways to support what I do every day, and those commands hit down here. Displate are the metal plate posters behind me. The shirt that I'm wearing is always from 80s T, so you can use the shirt command. And then we do have our own coffee. People in chat can tell you how delicious it is. There's a dark roast, and there's a light roast. Both of them are the same flavor, just roasted longer for the dark. And they have balanced acidity, which is one of the reasons it's so tasty and drinkable. So feel free to use the coffee command. This is us. This is ours. We literally ship it from our house. It's I'm not working with like another company. This is mine. And so my wife and kiddos pack it up and ship it to you. It supports me and the family directly. Also, the um, the transition over here is uh, is still a little murky. We're still not quite sure where we've landed. So, if you're maintaining your membership on the other channel, thank you. Please continue to do that. If you've ended the membership over there, and you've brought it over here, amazing. We just need you to keep it going wherever the membership is. And then, of course, there are the Double Dippers. You guys are dadgum champions. Um, We have a little under 300 members here. 
and the membership on the other channel is at like 690 so as long as the membership over there doesn't completely plummet we should be fine and I thank you guys for that I know a lot of you have maintained that support and you watch and view and, and do as much as you can and we greatly appreciate that and if you're new those are all the ways to support what I do every single day we do a talk show in the mornings and then we do gameplay in the afternoons we also have other channels uh, if you prefer short uploads we have SNTR updates if you prefer like premieres of games just like the first 15 to 30 minutes we have SNTR presents and where you are right now is SNTR gaming essentially SNTR gaming news we're covering gaming news and giving you that opportunity to have that back and forth and discussion we will be covering new world pretty extensively we will not be becoming like a new world channel and so if you're in the new world or ps5 games like kana or halo make sure and hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss all the content that we have uh, coming for you did you do all the talks no we are now um doing this show now lasts for three hours and usually right around this time uh as we're sort of turning the corner into the last hour i'll like you know take a break and then do the other talk so i kind of make you wait for them um and we are uh, we're kind of holding our breath on New World we're like okay this could be a great opportunity I know a lot of you guys are looking for people to play with I know a lot of you guys use the discord so we're hoping that'll be a great funnel to pull a lot of those people in and uh, we are uh, very very hopeful about that so and uh, we appreciate everybody who's contributed to that if you don't hang out in the discord that's a great place to meet people uh, we have all these rooms set up for you. Like if you're if you're into all these games that are either out now or coming, whether it's Battlefield, Halo, or New World, our Discord server is a great, great hub uh, of activity. Uh, Team Quad Dip, East Coast Overlord with a $5 tip. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. If you've never become a paying member to a YouTube channel, it's very simple. You can press the join button or you can use the join command in chat. All of those things support me. And my wife asks for three coffee orders a day, so make sure, and if you haven't tried it yet, get that order in. A lot of people buy one light, one dark, just to try them out. And I always say, snag a third bag and give it to a friend, and then just tell them where to order it, because it is very, very good. We've been giving it to friends of ours locally for free. We're like, here, have a sample. Um, And people have responded very, very well to it, so... Halo's not PS5. Yeah, I said Kana, PS5 titles like Kana, and then, or if you're into games like Halo. Um, so if you're if you're into all you know all those uh, variety of games. Okay, um, how long does it take the coffee to ship? Usually, my wife typically prints the label within the 24 hours of you ordering it. So if you order it on a Monday, you should get an email that night or the next night saying your order has a label now, and then she usually takes it the next day. So if you order on a Monday, you can have it at the earliest, Wednesday or Thursday. At the latest, Friday or Saturday. It's very, very quick. Most of these places, you're going to wait. You order Monday through Friday, doesn't matter. You're not getting it until the next week. Easy. We are very, very quick. Louisville is a great hub for shipping. Uh, it's a great hub for shipping, so it should get to you very quickly. Especially especially after the label prints. We've gotten a little bad about like if you order on Friday, sometimes we forget to print the labels because I'm streaming Friday night. So sometimes the Friday orders get kind of kicked to Monday. Like she'll take everything to the you know to the the post office on Monday. So ordering on Friday is a little, it's a little bit of a gamble on turnaround. But every other order that you can put in, whether it's like Saturday through Thursday, it's going to be a pretty quick turnaround time. Because some people order it when I'm not even streaming. 
So, yeah, Team Dark Roast. Yeah, Zubair loves the Dark Roast. So, I'm going to step away very briefly, use the restroom, stretch my legs. You might see some ads. I'll play a little brief thing that, like, tells you what to do to support the channel. And when I get back, we will, I'll give you my little, my little short, you know, segments about Halo, uh, XP system and New World XP scaling. I'm sorry, PvP scaling. No, I don't forget Eugene. She can't come in the office and print them because I'm in here. She usually prints them at like 9 o'clock on a Friday night and she sits in this chair to do it. So it's not me forgetting. You think I print the labels? No. No. Madam prints the labels. (laughs) So it's a common thing when you order online. Fridays are iffy. Yeah, I don't think that's abnormal. That's not abnormal. So, all right, I'll be right back. If you're enjoying today's stream, be sure to hit the subscribe button and the bell button so you don't miss the next one, and give that like button a smash.
Huh. Okay. At least the Series X has some 360 games you can play. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. FPS boost. <laughs> great. It's a great reason. It's a great reason to have a, a Series X right now. <laughs> FPS boost, man. <laughs> it's great. That's all I need. What's next in the rundown? What is it? Oh, Halo. Okay. Oop. All right, let's uh let's do this. It's not a bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing. I'm being cheeky. I like my Series X, but like there aren't any games that you really need a Series X for right now. You know what I mean? E- FPS boost on old games is great. It's great. But like Is it is it is it buying a brand new console great? No. <coughs> Halo Infinite and Hellblade 2. Oh yeah, okay. There you go. Maybe. I'm not slamming the system. I own the system and I love it. I actually really, really like the control. Well, when they don't have stick drift, I've always liked an Xbox controller. I've always preferred it. You know? All right. 205. 205. Kana. And then this is Halo. this is an sntr update halo infinite's xp system has been outlined and many players are concerned i'm one of those players and i want to talk about the flawed experiment how it feels overstretched and why it's so important for feedback and impressions from the community if you like these short gaming update videos hit subscribe and that bell button so you don't miss my uploads game rant reported on this before i kind of give you my opinion and they say here instead of the classic leveling formula players will now have a list of daily and weekly challenges to complete to gain XP. With this new leveling system comes new concerns from gamers that there will be time restrictions placed on the XP. Recently, the Halo Infinite developers attempted to ease fans' concerns about the new XP system, saying that, direct quote, it should take a player 16 to 18 hours of playing to complete all the available challenges. The developers noted that they are paying close attention to player feedback regarding the leveling system in the game, while they are confident that the day one system will keep fans busy, and the system could also be potentially tweaked post-launch according to player feedback. And that is the most important part of my video and it will be at the end what do you do about a system if you don't like it first let's just talk about why this is a flawed experiment I had people this morning mention that it works just fine in the Master Chief Collection but the Master Chief Collection is full of Halo loyalists not new players Halo Infinite will be free to play on every single Microsoft platform whether you're playing on a PC an old Xbox or a new one anybody can play and I feel it's incredibly out of step and it's been done before 
learn leaning away from t- traditional XP earning uh, for progression has already been done in Titanfall 1 and players largely rejected it and complained about it. Rather than just focusing on the game objective or winning to maximize XP gains, players focus on these off-beaten path challenges or weapons that they may not enjoy. Now, some challenges complete themselves practically automatically, and that's totally fine. But in general, what I think it should be is that you're just earning XP for playing, and then challenges are contextual to the map and the mode. If you boot up on a small map, maybe there's a weapon challenge for shotguns you can work on, and then maybe there is a mode challenge like get so many capture and defense and CTF. That makes more sense. It's over on top of the XP earned in the game, and it's contextual to the mode and the map, so you're not playing in a strange way. If challenges exist as an optional an extra EXP earn rate, that is totally fine. But when they are the primary means, the only means of XP earn rate, I think it leads to game day, uh, gameplay breakdown as well as frustration for the players. Overstretched is the next point I want to make. Whenever developers focus on making sure players have, quote, plenty to do by making things take a long time, I immediately grow concerned. Stretching out the dough of the game's crust too thin will cause players to feel a sense of futility, especially given all I've already said about drilling down on challenges as opposed to just playing. So you're dictating playstyle, decisions, loadouts, and also making it take a very long time, which could be a terrible combination long term. You have to consider the non-Halo loyalists or the newer players, or even the players who don't play as often, feeling a sense of, I can't even advance the battle pass because... I played a couple games tonight, and I'm kind of out of the easy challenges, and the rest of these challenges are just taking a little bit too long. Lastly, I want to talk about feedback and impressions, and this is the most important part of the video. The best thing players can do is provide feedback while actively avoiding challenges, activities, or elements of the game that they do not enjoy. If you don't enjoy something, the single greatest thing you can do to communicate to the developer you don't like it is don't engage with it. If they run the numbers after two weeks, they will know something is amiss. You can shout from the rooftops that you hate the challenges, but if you're continually doing them and engaging with them, the developers will have a hard time parsing the feedback with player behavior. The single strongest thing players can do when they don't like content or an element of content is to simply not engage with it. As always, if you like these video game update videos, be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button, and I'll see you in the next one. So there you go. There's my thoughts on that. That's that's if where I land today's on stream, it. Be sure to hit I, uh, the I'm subscribe button, button and the bell button, button so you don't miss the next one. I, uh, I don't give that like the, button the, the right approach. And players are already kind of voicing their feedback about the lack of just I would just like to play and get XP. I think that that's a fair you know, request to me, you know. Microsoft has made a big deal about Play Anywhere, so assume first-party games from Microsoft will play on Xbox and PC. Dadgummit! I wish there was a way so that it wouldn't do that. Put your scenes on a toggle? Yeah, how do you do that? So when I come back to the scene, at this point it's a feature, I know... Is there a way to tell it not to do that? Restart playback when the source becomes active. Maybe that's why I need to uncheck. Like, restart playback when the source becomes active. Well, how would I get it to play? You know what I mean? If I let me let me uncheck that box. Let me uncheck that box on both of these. 
and let me see what happens if I click it. Give that like button a smash. It seemed like it finished itself instead of playing it from the beginning. Just take a pause for station identification, let it run. It's because I'm coming back to the scene. I wonder if there's a way to like have the sources always up and then you press a button that makes them play. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, if I have that turned off, they don't turn on. They don't turn on when I when I when I hit them. So, there's got to be a way with the stream deck to say, "Hey, I want this to play when I press a button and only one time. Like, there's got to be a way to do that. You can put it on a hotkey. I have it on a hotkey, but what happens is, Paul, it turns the source on, okay? And then when I leave the scene and come back to the scene, if that source is still on, OBS is like, oh, we need to play that sound. He just came back to the scene and that, that sound is active. Play it. Play it again, Sam. So there's got to be a way to have the source always active, and when I press the button, it plays it. That's got to be a thing. Do you have a soundboard? You could just map it, the audio to that button. No, I don't have a soundboard. No, it's literally a media source in OBS that I turn on. That's what I'm doing when I press that button. There could be something in Steam Deck that I'm not aware of. There's scene, there's mixer audio, activate or deactivate an audio source. Maybe that's what I need. I don't know how to do that, though. Activate or deactivate an audio source? That's probably like a mute button. Like, I can actively mute the mic. I don't know. There should be a way to just turn the source off and on. I do, Ginger, if I forget, it's the problem is with me. If I click the button and it plays, walk away, come back, and I switch scenes to be like, hey, let me do my short. And then I go back to the scene and I have accidentally left it on, zip, it just, it just runs it. It just runs it. It's like, oh yeah, play that, play that. It's in this scene and it's on. I think that's the biggest problem. Um, yeah, there's a soundboard, play audio, stop audio. I don't have a soundboard though. So I guess you'd have to like put You'd have to, like, put the sound in a soundboard and then maybe use that instead. A post-it note on the screen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a huge deal. It's comical, but, like, it's it's obviously pretty unprofessional. It goes from sounding professional to sounding ridiculous. A modern solution for a modern problem. That's right. That's right. Post-it notes are the original life hack. That's correct. What about this in OBS? Uh, the hotkeys menu. So the hotkeys menu is to start recording, stop recording, start virtual camera, end virtual camera, um, switch to scene, switch to scene show. Yeah, there's no way in here to say play at one time. I'm not. I'm not seeing that. Right. I'm not seeing that. I wonder if there's a way to say, hey, when this media source is done playing, close this, right? That's that's what I need. I can loop it, restart it when it becomes active, use hardware decoding when available, show nothing when playback ends, and then 
close file when inactive. I can't I can't tell it to like deactivate itself after one playthrough. I can't I can't do that. I can't do like a one-off. That's what I needed to do. I needed to play one time and close itself, and I don't think that's an option. I don't think that's an option in OBS. Okay, creature says he knows how to do it. Okay, okay, we'll 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 try. It's not a major. It's not a major problem. It's not a major problem. Why is Breath of the Wild two trending on Twitter? Uh, Nintendo Direct live streaming feature roughly forty minutes of information focused mainly on Nintendo Switch games launching this winter. This winter, you say? Well, I can't believe Nintendo's releasing Breath of the Wild 2, a new 3D Mario, a new 2D Donkey Kong, Metroid 4, Pikmin 4, and Mario Kart 9 so soon. What a troll. Um, oh, people want Breath of the Wild 2 news from the Nintendo Direct. That's what they're hoping. 3 p.m. Pacific time. Oh, that's tomorrow. There's a Nintendo Direct tomorrow at 6 o'clock Eastern. Yeah, I don't think they're going to say a word about Breath of the Wild 2. They've already told us what they needed to say. Any poll today? Oh, we forgot to do a poll. That's alright. Okay, let me do this. Let's do the New World one. Um... Don't I have a New World trailer that I've watched? New World Chart Your Fate trailer. There we go. (coughs) Excuse me. We had a we had like a run of allergies in the family, and it just it always hits my son first, and now it's hitting me. Projects in the works include an event series from the awe-inspiring vision of uh, Taika Waititi based on the world of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, another wholly original take on the Oompa Loompas. Yeah, I saw that. Just dying for more info for a game that's more than a year away. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, it's out there, dude. It's out there. It's not happening anytime soon. It's not happening anytime soon. Um... Let me give you, uh, let's give you this one here. Let's give you this one. Uh, this is the New World PvP scaling one that I want to do. We'll go at 2, 17, 30. New World. This is an SNTR update. NVP, PVP, what the frick am I saying? We gotta start over. What the heck just happened to me? MVP? That was a false start. Holy frick. What on earth? I didn't sleep well last night. I just had to go take ibuprofen. My body feels like somebody beat it up. I'm off my frickin' game. What the heck was that? (laughs) That was awful. This is an SNTR update. The PvP in New World is going to have scaling active when the game launches, and some of the information is a little worrying for players who might not be able to keep up with the players on their server. If you like these little update videos, be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss my uploads. This was following the New World open beta. It recently took place, and the developers took time to say the following about PvP scaling. The New World open beta patch notes say, PvP scaling has been reduced. 
The level difference will matter more in your encounters, meaning it will take more hits for a lower level player to kill a higher level player and less hits for a higher level player to kill a lower level player. So when you see somebody who is higher level than you, it's going to take you longer to kill them and vice versa. If they're higher level, they're going to kill you a lot quicker. I am incredibly concerned about what this will lead to as the game from the very beginning motivates you to flag for PvP because the missions and quests are far more rewarding. So if you are trying to catch up with your buddies or just what you feel like is the natural progression and you're playing less, you're going to have a very strong draw to playing these flag for PvP missions for your company. I'm not a PvP guy and even I felt the draw to them. Let's talk about the rich get richer. The problem poses itself in many forms in games like New World, and typically it rears its head with respect to both gear and game prowess. Adding a power imbalance simply adds fuel to the rich get richer fires. If someone's playing more, they have more experience. They have more depth of gear. They have more abilities. They know how to play. They're just better at the game. And in addition to that, the more you play, the stronger you're going to be against folks who might not be able to play as much as you. They make assurances, however, that skill will still play a role, but we all know that if someone can kill you with less hits, it creates an immediate imbalance in the fight, causing you to need to heal earlier or simply die faster. I had folks in my chat this morning saying, well, your teammates can heal you and your teammates can help you. The the other team gets the same thing, right? Their teammates can help them. Their teammates can heal them. And if they're all higher level than you, it might be pretty rough going. Not to mention, even if you're not doing a large-scale battle and you're just wanting to flag for PvP for missions, there's already reports of people camping those missions in questing areas and just griefing people. Going to be a hard slog for folks that are trying to catch up to get the increased XP and currency earn rate by flagging for PvP and getting griefed by people who can play more than them. I understand the premise behind why they feel the need to reward players for playing more, but the struggle will present itself when folks feel they aren't just losing to anything other than power differentials, especially if all they're trying to do is level up quicker with the flagging for PvP missions. Also, we gotta talk about pay to win here. New World has already faced criticism for their plans to sell XP boosts because many feel it's an immediate red flag for a game setting out to build and establish itself as an MMORPG. I had a lot of people this morning telling me that this is normal in an MMORPG, and I said the difference here is New World is attempting to appeal to both traditional MMO players and non-traditional players, and they even ex- like explained and defended the XP boost saying not everybody will be able to play as much as the next person. Given that many players may lack the time necessary to keep up with others, they may feel the only option is to level the playing field by spending money. It can also create an immediate imbalance because players can spend money out of the gate. However, good news, they will not be selling XP boosts at launch. We don't know when they will start, but it can create a very quick imbalance as soon as people start doing that because it speeds up their progress. Some people pushed back and said, you really shouldn't be doing PvP until you're max level. The problem with that is they motivate you almost immediately to flag for PvP when you want to get those extra cool items or currencies from your company. Lastly, let's talk about PvP as a concept. Player versus player as a concept, to me, it just breaks down when you start handing out power advantages simply because you played more or paid more. It is meant to be a test of skill, ability, and player instinct, and when one player starts with a head start in damage hit count, all of it breaks down very quickly, in my opinion. Going from one player to the next and suddenly needing to have more hits or less hits creates an internal dissonance and almost feels like an RNG game of rock, paper, scissors that I worry will turn a lot of players off very quickly. 
As always, if you like these SNTR update videos, hit subscribe and the bell button, and I'll see you in the next one. And no double lono! Yay! <laughs> no double lono. I feel like that's one of my best written rundowns as of late. I feel like that's one of my best ones. Like, I was writing it last night, and I was like, this is really good. This is, this is excellent. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's one of my best ones it felt it felt good to write it I'm glad we got back to the three prong breakdowns I miss doing it it's uh it's enjoyable for me I uh I like doing that now I want to just start to do deep dives into these games now we just need to start putting the time in and really getting down to the meat of them you know that I think will uh will be helpful <clears throat> so let's see here mm-mm-mm-mm. If XP boosts are not available from the start, then it's fine. If it's just used to catch up with cat players, then it's fine. I know it's been long, and maybe I'm out of line, but I missed double Lono. <laughs> I have, like, a smoker's laugh right now. Like, I don't have a serious cough, but if I start laughing, I get, like, a smoker's laugh, like a joker laugh. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad, chat. Oh, gosh. Um. <laughs> what on earth? We just need the right. We just need the right topics. That's what we need. That's what we need. Um. I can't stop playing Kana. It's charming as frick. Great breakdown. Glad to see this type of content again. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. It really feels like a news update, uh, and I'm here for it. Yeah, I think it. I think it flows well. Like when we shifted to saying this is an SNTR update, like it has a really good vibe. It has a really good feel to it. And if you follow the SNTR updates channel. That's what it feels like when you're when you're over there. It really, really does. It feels like a, uh, you know, it it feels like an update, like a news channel. What is your prediction of Nintendo Direct uh, that's going on here in a few days? I would assume they're gonna really hit home the fact that like the Wario game is available, is it not? Uh, and then whatever they have slated for the winter is all they're gonna talk about. Anything outside of 2021, they're probably not going to have much to say. They're wanting to, um, they're, they're, I think, I think what they're wanting to probably do is, is get the marketing ready for, you know, the winner. They're going to, they're going to be setting the stage, you know, they're going to be setting the stage. Can't wait for new world. Six more days. Yeah, we were uh, we were talking about it last night, and you know, obviously, given my history, I'm going to be kind of cautious about doing, going too deep into a game or planting too much of a flag in a game. And so, we're really going to do our absolute best when playing a game like New World and covering it to really establish to people like, hey, this is a variety gaming channel. Like, we're going to cover other games. We cover other gaming news. Like, we're going to plant our flag in New World for a while, but. This is not, you know, this is not a new world channel. 
we're going to try to be very, very intentional about that because you know, New World release and what follows could lead to you know a lot of good things for us, but we don't want to be in the same boat in six months where I'm like, I, I got to start to cover other things and move on, or even in a month or whatever. Um, and we don't want to be in the same boat where like we got a bunch of people that are like, well, all we care about is New World. So we're going to be very, very intentional about that. Like I'm going to constantly be telling people like, if you press subscribe and the bell button, understand you are subscribing to a variety gaming news channel. You are not subscribing to a New World channel. You know, it'd be really dope to see a scrolling news bar uh, and the time and weather like a real newscast. That kind of thing is tough to do. Um, we could, we could, we 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 want to we want to maybe start trying to use this scene, and it would allow for that, like a section that's constantly scrolling like what we're talking about so if you come in and you're interested in my first impressions of Kana but I'm presently talking about Halo Infinite XP well then you would you would see like oh 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 well, they're also they're talking about all of it today we're, we're, we're looking at we're looking at adding some of that just so that you know we can orient the viewer immediately to like what in the world's going on um I think you can pull off being a satellite and having multiple games you orbit around like planets and chart paths between them. We just need the right kind of viewers who are not here for one game. I yeah, I, I do think uh, I do think that that other game that we used to cover is unique in that those users like that's really all they consume. We've learned that in a tremendous way the last couple of weeks. Just it's insane. Just that's all they care about, and that's fine. There's a lot of people that do that. There's a lot of people that literally pull up YouTube and all they care about is you know is gardening videos, and they ain't going anywhere else. That makes sense, right? Everybody has their own uh, their own tastes and their own uh, preferences. Some of me thinks that not a lot of other games are going to be that stringent. They they w- they could be. They could become stringent. But I do think that community, um, in general, that is like a common thing over there. It's like, well, this is all I watch. You think the logo looks better here? Well, something that we would need to do is we would need to bring this over. This is the. Um, this is this is we we would need to bring that over and uh like that see and then we could move the camera you know a touch so that like we just like that just like that so it's not necessarily touching it you know it gives it a nice space over there you know um and then it stays put no matter what scene i'm in i do like this zoom out i do i think the zoom out feels nice Came here for that game first, stayed for the personality. Well, I appreciate that. We need a broadcaster desk. Yeah, you know, there's some things that we could do that could be fun in here, but it just, you know, you run out of space pretty quickly. You start putting furniture in the room, you know. There's not a lot between me and that wall. Not a ton of space. Um, so. Uh, playing your left looks crooked somehow. Uh, even though I'm sure it's not. Which one? My so my left. So you're talking about this one, God of War one. I don't, then or this one, the Dark Souls one. Any other flow, logo flowed better? Well, we need those commands to be popping up. You know what I'm saying? We need those to be uh, to be showing up. <clears throat> need to watch a headroom with the wide shot. Lots of negative space unused. Well, that's what we want. <coughs> Excuse me. That area up there. We could start to put stuff up there. You know what I mean? Dark Souls looks a bit off. It's the angle. It's just the angle. It's because the camera is pointed at an angle and it sticks off the wall. So, 
yeah it's 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 straight it's straight i assure you it's the parallax of the camera yeah it's not something i have control over what happened to the split screen scenes with you using the desk we can bring that back uh there's certainly opportunities to bring that back um but it's just gonna take the right game and the right moment and then i gotta have a lot of planning I think there's going to be less pressure for me to do that. I think back then I was so worried about production. Um, it was a little stressful to do it. I think now I would maybe enjoy it a little bit more. Um, you know? Put a hotkey with your audio cutscene and make a different hotkey for your normal scene. You know what? You might be right. If I put the audio in a scene and then put the scene in another scene, I could turn it on and leave it on by mistake and I'd be fine. And then when I want to use it again, I could just toggle it off and on. That might that might be the trick. You might have just unintentionally given me the solution. Cuz that scene's not coming active again. That scene's just sitting there embedded in this scene. You know what I mean? Unless the squares are perfectly horizontal, uh, everything will always look slightly off. Well, I mean, nobody. You, I wouldn't think anybody's focusing back there. You know what I mean? Um, you got someone to take that production stress now. Should be better, better experience all around. Maybe, maybe. I mean, shout casting and scene switching would still have to live on my side of the desk. Um, so, and that is the solution? Okay, okay. 100% yay, I'll take a free bag of coffee. I'll give you a free bag if you pay for it. Um, that's I think that's a good deal. I think that's a good deal. And if you pay for it, I have no problem giving you a free bag. You know what I mean? Gonna take this scene and put it in another scene. Take this scene. Yeah. First they took my legs out and they threw them over there. Then they took my bag and they threw them over there. Oh, that's just you all over. <clears throat> think of it like a bad breakup. Would you go back? Oh, what is somebody asking me? Now I want to stir the pot. Uh, but it would be if you'd be reinstated. No, there would need to be public. Um, there need to be public statements made. They owe me. They owe me reparations and public apologies, and I'll never get it. So, it's not even worth thinking about. It's ex- there's no honor among thieves. Do you understand what I'm saying? There's no honor among thieves. Cowards will never ever do what's right. I don't expect them to. So. That would be the only way I would cross that line and say, you know, hey, I'm I'm back, you know. <clears throat> Do you still have that promo where you pay double the price for a bag and you get a second bag free? Yeah, yeah, we still have that. <laughs> Real talk, I'm about to restock. We didn't get any coffee orders yesterday, and um, that has been one of the really encouraging things is the steady coffee orders. So all you guys that have been consistently ordering and then reordering, we really, really do appreciate that. So thank you. Huh? No, we don't have three orders. We have no orders, Mama. My wife is very, very disappointed. She's like, you're not going to get lunch. (laughs) Uh, Wizard of Oz reference, nice. Yeah, did you like that? It's free if you pay for it. EA's marketing strategy. That's right, that's right. We got to get the headphones out of the shot, though. We got to get the headphones out of the shot. We'll just have to do that. I don't like the headphones in the shot. Mm -mm. Guessing you slept on the couch because of the lack of orders? No, 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 no. Uh, that meme came from Horizon Forbidden West. The promo where you pay double the price of the bag of the coffee and you get a No, it came from... Oh, yeah. No, it did. It did. Yeah. When they... Yeah. When we were making fun of the pricing. That's right. 
that ended up as a short you know I mean we get art from your kids that's uh, worth more than the coffee thank you <laughs> they really enjoy that too by the way they think it's fun you know I'm worried about his physical well-being being if he goes on if it goes on too long that's right I like this camera view a lot yeah I it's 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 definitely growing on me this is a, this is this is a little much this is a little this is it starts to feel a little uh it starts to feel a little bit crammed you know starts to feel a little bit cramped much negative space well we'll start to we'll start to use it don't worry we'll, we'll start to use it it'll 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 get used it'll get used we won't we won't leave it we won't leave it like that for forever you know uh, there were no orders yesterday and now Lona's feeling under the weather uh madam means business yeah I didn't sleep well last night do you ever have this this is the worst I felt fine. It wasn't my... I get I get heart palpitations in, like, the upper chamber of my heart or something. Uh, it's stress-induced, so I, I, I basically... I get it pretty regularly because of everything, you know, that, that goes into this line of work and everything that's happened. So it can really disrupt my sleep. But it's gotten better. I'm on something that I take at bedtime. And so it wasn't that. I don't know if you ever have this. You have just enough of a cough... You have just enough of like a slight swallow thing going on where like you swallow um, and you it like wakes you up when you're about to fall asleep. I had that happening last night. It was driving me crazy. You don't know if you've fallen asleep. You don't know if you've if you've drifted off or not. You know, you just keep waking up. It's freaking misery. The other one's not too cramped. There needs to be graphics in the wide shot. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's where my commands are going. Uh, also, I can create dynamic scenes with all that space. Yeah, I like the wide scene because I watch through my console, and so the chat is actually on the side covering some of Lono. Oh, a lot of the apps have updated that don't do that now. At least the mobile apps have. I don't know if there's an update for the um, the console version of the app, but people on Android and iOS have both gotten an update that allows them to watch full screen with the chat on the side there we go too light and a dark roast to mike crow thank you mike that always makes me think of mystery science theater you know because they had mike nelson and crow it always makes me think of that that's my secret cap i'm always miserable that's right that's right that's right um let us do this do it do room uh go here go here Let's see. Stream holding. Where is that picture? Open and open. Oh, by the way, you guys are going to get some returnal today. <clears throat> I probably should have made a more formal announcement about that. Um, you are going to get some more returnal today. We, uh, we're going to make room for video game voting. Uh, we're going to make some room for video game voting. And that'll be later. <clears throat> After we do some Kena Bridge of Spirits. Uh, we want to make sure we jump in and do a gameplay part two today. Um, and continue playing it. And giving it an opportunity to uh, be completed. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry about that. Man. Ordinarily I would mute the mic, but... My uh, my hands are busy. Um, mm, and we'll set it for 
Uh, we'll set it for that there. There we go. Oh, nice. It makes it so much better to see chat. Yeah, Noberto. Yeah. All that cough talk. Yeah, sorry. 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 Um, and then let's save this one. We'll use this one in a second. Uh, for the VOD. For the VOD. For the bottom where you left them. Uh. Mm-mm. Let's see. My double dip joke didn't go over well either. Maybe chat is off. Maybe. Zero for two on that joke today. Oh, did you try it? I didn't see it. What'd you say? I'm also worried about his physical well-being if it goes on too long. Double dip joke? That was a double dip joke? Oh, that's... I'm, I'm typing in chat. SNTRG for SNTRGaming.com. I was trying to pull up the, the homepage of the channel. <laughs> that was great. That's great. It's wonderful. Chad didn't sleep well either. None of us slept well last night. What happened? What happened? Um, all right, there we go. Got that published. The trailer... How is the trailer continuing to get views? I don't understand. 125 views on the trailer from this morning. That doesn't... That shouldn't be... That shouldn't be possible. I don't know. Uh... You guys sleep, weirdos? <laughs> uh, uh, uh... Let's do... First impressions. Mm. I'm going to do that now so I don't forget. You're up late watching the Chris Tales video. That joke, <coughs> excuse me, that joke, dude. Hilly's like Chris Tales, dude. Every time, every single time. I slept great, but I also get to see Lono's favorite movie before bed. Oh my gosh, why would you do that? Maybe that's why you slept great because it bored you so much. You know, it really, really did. It bored you. It put you to sleep. Knocked you out. Like it's understandable. It's understandable. It is. All right, let's redirect that. There we go. I'm going to refill this mug, though. Need more dark roast. There you go. What do you think about Tales of Iron? So... Tales of Iron is a great game, and I love the art style. I think the little whistle voices are annoying. I wish you could turn that off. They should. It'd be great if they could push out an update. I don't need that. I, 
the images and the text at the bottom is all I need. So I would love to see a patch that lets you disable the whist- the little flute voices, right? But, but, I didn't know it was supposed to be a Souls-like game, and so I wasn't prepared for the super punishing combat. Um, I wasn't prepared for it. It was, and so I think that kind of threw off my reception of the game. When I was on the phone with Creature later, he was like, yeah, they describe it as a Souls game. I was like, what? So I definitely made the mistake of like, oh, this looks cute and adorable. Let me play this. And if I would have read that it was a Souls game, I would have anticipated some of those fights being super punishing. Now I will say, there is some weirdness with the dodging and the rolling that doesn't make any sense to me. And I'll give you an example. If you take your character's weight up, he rolls slow, but he still does a single dodge pretty fast and pretty far. So essentially what weight does is it ruins your roll but then you just have to start doing the the regular one dodge for everything. And and the regular dodge works great and it shouldn't. During the tutorial, they seemed to make it clear that if you see a big red circle, you need to roll to get away from the attack, indicating maybe iframes or something. That is not the case. And in my experience with the game, the three or four different big red circle attacks that we saw, a single dodge worked the best. There was also strange times where they were doing a red attack and you're supposed to be able to roll through the enemy to avoid it and it wasn't letting me. Uh, I was having like a parrying glitch. I was going to like the corners of this one fight and if we were in the corners, like the parrying wasn't working. Um, So I think it's a good game. I think it has a lot of potential. I do think they need to go back and figure out why why it is that the rules are working the way that they're working and the tutorial if I'm honest I feel like the tutorial kind of misleads you and it leads to unnecessary frustration and the very first fight that I had that was challenging I was literally trying to apply what the tutorial taught me and I wasted a bunch of time if I would have just been doing single dodges it would have been fine I would have been fine I would have beat the boss significantly faster um, so they've got some things there I think they need to sc- they need to smooth out in my opinion if you're going to have super punishing combat I'm going to be real it better be flawless it better be flawless I'm not about to play a fight and a boss that takes 7 to 10 minutes or more especially if I'm dying and coming back and dying and coming back if it takes you know 30 to 45 minutes for me to figure it out I can't have stuff not working consistently you know that's like uber tilting it's uber tilting to be like what the what the frick's going on you know what I mean not sure how do you feel about this but I saw an article about negative atmosphere yesterday is that anywhere on your radar I've not even heard of that no no what do you think of Kana after one play session it's got more good than bad the bad is pretty minor but I would like to see some of the bad things fixed Slight frame stutters on PS5 that, in my opinion, should not be happening. Some weird input delay stuff that happens um, with parrying and heavy attacks. Just randomly, it's like I'm not pushing the button. Like, what the frick is this game doing? Um, I updated my controller this morning. I don't think that was it. I'm going to try my black controller. I'm going to plug it in and get it updated. And we'll see if we have a different experience. But we had people on the PS4 and the PC saying... 
there is some odd moments of like input delay it's like it doesn't register that you've hit the button um I played Kane and got stuck in the ground at the beginning like you did yeah there there was that and that was pretty easy you just reload the most recent autosave what mode were you on just normal just normal I did not up the difficulty and it wasn't like I was missing the window and getting hit it wasn't like it wasn't like I was doing it too late and it didn't have time to come out she literally doesn't do it she just stands there it's as if I didn't even push the button it's not like you see the beginning of the animation and you get clobbered you know or you don't have enough stamina or something no it literally just she just stands there and doesn't do it it's it's super odd I can't figure out what what makes it happen Oh, I was on performance mode, Eugene. There's a 4K 30, and then there's performance mode. That's it. And I put it on performance mode to maintain 60. And there were times where I was getting frame stutters. It was like I was very noticeable. Um, Totally not bait. But have there been any games with these frame issues on the Xbox? I feel like I've heard of them several times on the PlayStation. Mm, No, only with Deathloop in this game. I didn't have any. I've never had any frame stutters in Ratchet. I never had any frame stutters in Returnal, Ghost of Tsushima. Um, I never had any frame stutters in the updated uh, God of War. I didn't play enough of the updated Horizon Zero Dawn. The only games that have had these frame stutters have been Deathloop and Kena, and both of those games have frame stutter issues on PC as well. So it's a game issue, not a, not a platform issue. Like Deathloop had really bad stuttering on PC. Kena has stuttering on both PC and PS5 that seemingly shouldn't be there. The areas are pretty contained. Uh, it's got to be an optimization issue. They're, they're doing something in the background because it's inconsistent. The same area won't give me the same results twice. So it's not like, oh, this area is too lush. It's, well, it did it and now it's not doing it. So. <clears throat> That's what I was after. Yeah, 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 yeah. If it wasn't happening on PC, there could still be reasons for that, Zubair. So you could be like, well, maybe it's the PS5. Well, not necessarily, right? Um, not necessarily. Because maybe they just optimize it for PC and that's why there's stutters on the PS5. Well, that's not the PS5's fault, you know? It's kind of like Zelda. There's similarities. The PS5 is a hot mess. Xbox is perfect. Not willing to provide evidence, but that's a fact. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good argument. The death loop on PC stutter was something with mouse movement. Still, still, stuttering, stuttering at a core level is uh, is a movement thing. There's something going on with the movement that's, you know, I know it might have been a mouse thing. Maybe that maybe polling was too high, or mouse acceleration might have been triggering it. I, I don't know. Um, I definitely think Deathloop probably plays better mouse and keyboard because of the demand, the accuracy and movement demand. You know what I mean? I mean, those little rods that you have running around. I think by the time I finished, I had close to 15 or right at 15. Um, and the more you get, the more you can do. So we'll get more today. Um, you know, you, you get new abilities and you get to kind of level them up. Yeah. I still like trash yesterday, uh, but it could be my newborn's fault. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Yo, it's good snow. Maybe it is. Maybe it is your newborn's fault. It's possible. The new PS5 exhausts more heat. Literally unplayable. How dare they improve efficiency? <coughs> <coughs> the problem with pretending to be a flaming fanboy is finding a way to ask a fanboy question without sounding flaming there you go
Uh, it was the game dev's fault. They updated it with a beta patch, right? Have they? But have they? Has it been completely resolved? I thought I I thought I read that it was still happening. Um, it was still happening in in Deathloop PC versions. Did YouTube change the way that the live chat comes up? Looks better. Maybe what what uh, what platform are you watching on Detonator? They made adjustments to the mobile uh, version of of the application on iOS and Android. They did uh, to help with the layout, especially if you go full screen. Yeah, they've done that. Um. <clears throat> they somehow mess up the new PS5. I think they have a worse fan or something. No, that's not true. The preliminary report that that guy did, he only measured the heat coming out. He didn't actually use equipment to measure the heat inside. And if you set two computers side by side and one has more heat coming out than the other, that does not mean the internals are running hotter. It could quite literally mean that the other the other computer is baking itself to death and you don't know it. You're like, yeah, see? There's less heat coming out. This one's running cooler. And you could be 100% incorrect. You could The opposite could be true. Is that the internals are running hotter and getting hotter because the air circulation is inferior. So just testing the exhaust heat is the most inconclusive way to, to say anything about the 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 how well that the PS5 is running heat wise, right? Um, Gamer Nexus and Digital Foundry did a really in depth breakdown using actual heat sensors on parts. Um, it was proven that the new, if anything, is slightly better, right? It's problematic because we live in a culture where you read that you read that headline. So that guy makes a video. And then all of the bloggers and journalists, they run headlines, and then it gets treated, tweeted and retweeted. And it gets retweeted and tweeted with impunity by Xbox fanboys. And it's not true. PS5 new model running hotter. They shrunk the heatsink, or whatever the frick, you know, the headline was. Um, I posted a video last night of Denzel talking about that. Denzel says... You know, if you don't read, you're uninformed. If you do read, you're misinformed because it's not about being factual or true. It's about being first. It doesn't, you, as long as you're the first to say it. That's the engine that so much of the misinformation of today and even cancel culture, it runs on that engine of, well, if you're the first strike, then what you're saying is clearly true, right? And the problem with that is first to strike and first to say especially in the realm of cancel culture, we should be way more suspicious because they're doing it strategically. The person with less facts, evidence, and truth on their side is likely to have a motivation to strike first. They should be more, you should be more suspicious of them than the person that comes later and says, now hang on a minute. You know, it took me a while to gather all this information, whether it's, you know, pro-Jared or in the case of the PS5, you should be really suspicious of somebody jumping on that immediately and making that claim. Well, now, hang on a minute. You know, are, has anybody else run internal tests? And then people take some time. 
and then they run the internal tests and they do the breakdown videos and they're like well actually what that person said is completely untrue but now there's thousands upon thousands of people running around with that banging around in their head like oh yeah the new PS5 runs hotter you know this guy is a scumbag they're ra- it's rattling around in their head you know oh I, re- I read an article yeah this guy's a scumbag that's that's the that's the dilemma with the world we live in now is the first person to strike or the first person to break the story it creates it creates a false narrative immediately it doesn't matter what's true now there's there's hundreds of thousands of people running around thinking that the PS5 new models run hotter they automatically think it because they saw a headline they saw a video and it's over that's that's their uh, it's settled in their mind you know Gamer Nexus has a posted internal temps of the new versus the old. What he said is kind of true, but the conclusion was so false. The half-truth was enough. That's right. All right, here's what we're going to do. It is noon, and this is the time that we shift gears. This is the time that we shift gears. Um, I'm going to put a link in chat, but redirect should also bring you with us. We're going to play more Cana Bridge of Spirits. We want to try and complete games so we can do more breakdowns and full reviews of them. So, messages pinned at the top. Link is in chat. Um, that is what we're doing. So, even if you're like, oh, I don't want spoilers, or, you know, whatever the case may be, if you come hang out for 20 or 30 minutes, it's super helpful anytime we pivot the gameplay. We will be doing Returnal this afternoon as well. We're going to play Kana for a little two hours, right? A little two-hour segment, and then we will uh, we'll pivot to Returnal for video, video game voting. Video game voting for Rewind Wednesday. Uh, chose uh, chose Returnal again chose Returnal again and so here we are we're going to continue our PlayStation with this please click the link in chat it's pinned at the top or ride the redirect again there's 279 people here we'd love to see almost all of you come over at least for the you know first 20-30 minutes of the stream or whatever uh, and again maybe see you this afternoon for Returnal and then I have a premiere over on SNTR Presents that you're going to absolutely love it's Floofy's Adventure or something like that. It's a little cat and a UFO, and it's phenomenal. So make sure you're watching all the content throughout the day on this channel or the other channels that we have. Smash like on your way out of this stream, and uh, I'll see you guys over there for more Kano.